Hey guys, welcome back to, well, welcome back. Wow, that's crazy. This is a first time thing. Um, This is my first time doing a podcast. And honestly, I'm kind of nervous. Um, One, this is not planned, but I've been thinking about this for like five minutes. <laughs> so... Um, I was really just thinking about, like, at my school, I don't want to expose anyone, but at my school, majority of the kids qualify for free lunch, so that basically means that you are poor or you're, um, under the poverty line, and it's crazy because it's a low, it's a school in a low-income neighborhood, but no one wants to admit that they are poor or under the poverty line and it's it kind of shows you how like the stigma of poor people being um lazy and nasty and disgusting prevails in today's society which is sad because it kind of sucks because it's like we live in a capitalistic society as well so it's like and we're also consumers so and a lot of people don't really understand like poor people struggle um and you'll hear like things like, "Oh, so if you're so poor, why do you have an iPhone?" And if you're this, why do you like poor people can't enjoy the finer things in life, like an iPhone that iPhone six that literally costs one hundred dollars now, which doesn't seem like a lot of money, but it kind of is. But at the same time, it's like poor people can't enjoy the things you enjoy simply because they're poor. And then it's also like not being able to get that eyeliner or not being able to get that um foundation because rent has to be paid and or not being able to get that certain toy so it's like it's a constant rat um race that it's like a cert it's like a cycle of that feels like it will not be broken but honestly any people out there listening to this it will be broken keep working hard and you know don't waste money on things that are temporary don't waste money on things that you will not be that won't be needed in the future and something you know don't waste your money on something you will not see yourself using and you will not see it benefiting you in the future because one thing as soon as I get my allowance which is five dollars to ten dollars I waste it and I have a problem with actually like saving money I know I'm capable of saving money because I've tried it before um during the summer which like I was a hot mess but I've tried it before and it was possible I only saved like two dollars in five dollars in um coins so that's possible which is kind of really hard to save five dollars in coins if you've never tried to but I'm noticing that I have like a spending problem and that's kind of like sad because I'm at that age, I'm a senior high school, and I'm at the age where I'm going to be making lots of payments, and there's going to be part points in my life where I'm not going to be able to get what I want, and me being spoiled, I love getting what I want, and so I can only imagine myself in college having to, you know, not get, not get that dress or not get those shoes because I'm going to have to pay for um, half of, you know, tuition which I don't even, I have a FAFSA account, but I don't even know how that works yet. <laughs> like, I don't know how much money I have my in my FAFSA account either. 
so I have a spending problem and it's one of the things was like it's kind of like a spending addiction I don't know what I get out of it but it feels comforting to like not just spend money but to buy more things and to find things that accumulate space in my room for some reason you guys probably thinking that the thrift store is like the most cheapest place to spend your money on clothes at but trust me over the years I've probably piled up a good $200 on clothes which is sad because I could have like every Saturday I've gotten 10 or $20 I could have put that away and I could have um by now if I save my money I could have had a good 200 $300 but I'm it's like I'm selfish or something I don't know so not only do I have a spending problem I'm selfish and that's not going to work. So I know I'm going to have to change that. But budgeting is like something I've never had to do because that's something my parents do. With budgeting, I've never had to pay bills. So I don't know what's, what it's like to pay bills. I just found out that you had to pay a bill in order to pay the other bills. Which makes no complete sense. Um, so, you know, I'm a senior about to graduate kind of nervous for college because um I know that I'm capable of like being a college student but I I actually I feel like I'd be a better college student instead of a high you know like people say you kind of become a better student in college and I think that's the thing with me because with high school it just feels like I'm doing the same thing every day and I'm not really learning what I want to learn excuse me as selfish as that sounds and as like condescending as that sounds what is geometry gonna do for me in my future like I might need to learn how to divide and you know work with fractions because I want to be a psychiatrist inshallah but it's like what is this calculus thing gonna do for me in the future I liked how freshman year of high school I had this one class called dollars and cents and in that class, you'd basically learn how to, like, pay bills, which would have came in very handy because well, I didn't pay attention to it because, it's like, you only had to take it freshman year, and I do extra credit, and I pass. But you'd learn how to pay bills. You'd learn how to um, basically do everything and, you know, sustain life as an adult financially. And, you know, I wish I would have sat there, sat my little like little bad behind there and actually listen because I wouldn't have to try and figure out how to do these things now and it's kind of frustrating because it's like life is moving so fast like and if you really look at it I only have a couple of months and then I'm done with high school and like that chapter's done and I move on to college and I've never been a college student so this is going to be really interesting for me but if I would have just listened in that class, I wouldn't have to sit here and like wonder, hmm, how do you pay rent? How do you write a check? Um, what's credit? What's bad credit? What's a bad credit score? I think over 700 is a bad credit score. I don't have any credit. I don't have a credit card. So, <laughs> trust me. You, I don't, you, I don't, I wouldn't even trust myself with a credit card or debit card. That is the dumbest thing I can do to myself right now, especially with my spending problem and my habits when it comes to money. Don't even give me a loan. Don't even think about it. Because, listen, I would be, like, $5 million in debt as of right now. I'm not even joking. So, 
Um, but as a senior in high school, I'm taking a class called economics. And basically, that semester is done. I'm on my winter break. I'm about to go to school um, Tuesday on the 8th. Oh, my gosh. But basically, in economics, you'd learn how to write a check and, um, um, you know, stock markets and trades and different types of governments and all that stuff. <laughs> um, I just feel like, actually, you know, let me just be honest. Majority of the kids in my period for that class, which is like fourth period, they all failed all the tests. So honestly, like, it's like students aren't retaining information because of the way it is taught to us. And it's it's one of those things, like, if it was explained in a deeper way, like, in a way that's, in a way that's easier to understand, then maybe we would be passing these tests. And, but then again, we're, like, come on, we're seniors. We have senioritis, so we're, we're lazy as heck. Half of us, you know, half of the um, students have jobs, so they're not really thinking about, um, they're not really thinking about school. They're thinking about, you know, I have a shift in like an hour, which is also interesting. I've never had a job at all. And I think it's because of my hijab. If you guys don't know, I'm a Muslim Muslim woman. Woo-woo. I wear the hijab. I've been wearing it since like seventh grade. So since I was like 11 or whatever, right? 11 or 12. But anyway, so um, when it comes to jobs, I think, I don't know, maybe I should like, try harder and I don't want to sound like oh my god like you know impressing and all that but when it comes to like jobs no one in this area was like wants to hire me and I don't want to work in the meat department because you know I'm selfish and if you really look at the statistics when it comes to um Muslim women in the workplace it's kind of the numbers are really low because of Islamophobia people don't want to hire us you know, because they have their own prejudices and all that. So hopefully, inshallah, I find a job. Like, inshallah, I find a job during the summer because that will honestly teach me how to save money instead of blowing a paycheck, like a $300 paycheck. Like, to me, that seems like a lot of money to get every week, which actually it is. $300 a week? Wow. But um, I definitely, definitely need to, like, take a break from just wanting to spend money because it's become such a big problem where it's like I can have $50 today and I'd be left with $10 I'm not even joking that's what happened last week (laughs) so definitely want to get a job like a job inshallah and um hopefully it's like in the fast food um workplace or something involving people even though I'm not really a people person in a way then it's like I'm a people person which also brings me to another point of evaluating myself when it comes to communication I'm the worst type of person it may seem like I'm very communicative because I'm speaking right now but bruh I am not communicative for example I go into class ask the teacher what I'm supposed to be doing I sit down I don't even ask my um, classmates for like anything you know I'm more of like I speak when I'm spoken to and I think I need to change that because I I'd, I'd probably receive more help 
if I just open my big ass mouth and say something. But I guess it's something in, that's in me that makes me feel like scared to say something. I think it's a rejection. You know, I'm young and I'm very impressionable in a way. I'm not impressionable to the things to the point where it's like I'm gonna um do everything I see. Where it's like when it comes to rejection, wow, like that will hurt my heart. Like my heart will literally drop to my ass. <clears throat> so that's one of the reasons why I don't really communicate with people. Even though I know we all have different perspectives, it's one of those things where it's like I sit down and I'd rather analyze something than put myself in a situation and have people analyze me. I don't know what that is or what that's called, but that's just how I do. And I probably need to change what I do and how I am. Not how I am, but how I communicate with people. Because I'm noticing a lot of people want to be my friend. My friend, friends, how do you, is it plural, plural, like a lot of people actually want to be friends with me, and because I'm so quiet, it's it's like I'm used to being silent in public, unless I'm with my family, like when I'm with my family, I feel so comfortable, but like in public by myself, meek, bro, unless you say something disrespectful, like OD, but when I'm like, in a comfortable environment that feels like home, I'm going to be, you know, talkative and feel, you know, be my regular self, I guess. But a lot of people want to be friends with me and it's kind of hard because it's like, I don't want to go up to you and then you're going to be like, oh, who's this bitch? You know what I mean? So it's one of those things where it's like, mm, I'd rather not. And some people from school have been following me on Instagram and it's like, you know what? They see me and I see you. But it's like, what's the point of telling me you want to be my friend and you want to hang out when you don't even have the balls to come up to me and say hi in the hallway or something? You just wave. Like, what is that? What is that doing? waving okay so do you really want to be friends or do you want to be acquainted um but high school life i say my easiest year of high school was freshman year mainly because um in the school district that i go to they can't fail freshmen it's like freshman year you have it very very easy excuse me Freshman year, you have it very, very easy, especially if you go to, like, a regular, regular high school and you're not in a STEM program or you're not at one of those early colleges. So it's just like a regular, regular high school where everything's just regular. You have regular seven, eight classes. Um, so freshman year is, like, my easy year. I don't even know how I passed this 10th grade because I got to first period late all the time. And then, yeah, I was just, I was just late for first period all the time that's pretty much it but when it came to like attending the rest of my classes I attended them and one subject that I'm really good in is history whether that be geography or world history you can ask me any world history question and I'd be be like ready to answer it that's a subject that's really really easy to me and English and my electives and biology but when it comes to math, nah, I don't even think, wait, like, every freshman year in high, I mean, every freshman year in college, I'm pretty sure you're going to have to take, like, a math-related class. I think so. I don't know. I have to, like, speak to my college friends or whatever or Google it. But when it comes to math, I can do it. It means uh, if you tell me how to do so, 
I'll be able to do it. But when it comes to like just random ass solve for X, <laughs> listen, you're going to have to give me a calculator because honestly, if I have future children, you know, I hope it's easy math. I don't know why math has changed. Sometimes I wish I graduated like hella early before they started changing all the like curriculums and all the things they have to meet, you know, all the standards, you know, when it was easy, like in the 90s and 80s and like the 2000s, I'm pretty sure their tests were not hard. Um, For example, I live in Texas and we have to take a state test called the STAR test and honestly... The reading, English, writing, history, and biology one aced it. But when it comes to, like, the um, the math, yeah, I might have to study. And it's kind of crazy how it's, like, they're now just pushing, pushing these standards. And, like, you can literally get, like, a fine for having your phone on in the hallway. What is my phone doing to you, bro? Like, is my phone hurting you? I'm in the hallway. I'm walking to class. Like, I don't see how my phone is doing anything to you. It's it's mine. Like, you didn't pay $124 for it. My mom did. So, <laughs> that's one of my, my internal issues. Oh, stop. But that's one of my internal issues with school. Mainly because now they've just, like, things have changed since freshman year. Like, you'd be able to pass a good two two tests and you'd be, like, straight up out of there. But if you don't pass, like, one test, they, like, give you an extra class that you honestly don't need. And um, I think students don't really think they're going to pass the tests because of low... um confidence when it comes to test taking and so it's not really like taken seriously because they know if honestly if if you pass all your classes and you at least show up to take the test and you know you're not on you're not um absent um all the time then you'll be able to graduate with the regular diploma but that's one of the reasons why a lot of students don't really care because it's like i'm gonna graduate anyways and that brings me on to my next subject of evaluating myself. When it comes to absences, oh my god, I'm like the god of absences. Like, you know, that's like a suffer a little, that's like should, should to like say that, but like, you guys do not understand how many absences I had junior year. And honestly, I wish I could do junior year over because junior year, I passed everything. I passed every single class but it was because of the absences they started to take credits and to me that's just stupid you see I'm passing the class and I'm literally like my teacher's favorite student and all my teachers are just so fond of me you know oh my god she's so bright and then you're gonna sit there and take my credits like how dare you who do you think you are to take my credits my credits seriously that's something I don't like. I don't like about the education system in America because it's like I work hard. I worked hard academically when it comes to those classes. I studied. I'm smart as frick. And then it's like, so we have a program at my school and we stay after school to make up the absences. I've made up only 20 hours and I pretty much have like the rest of the school year to make up all those absences, which is very um hard but it's possible inshallah i make up all my absences because honestly 
I don't look forward to having like a fifth year high school. I don't know about y'all how y'all do it, but honestly, I'm trying to get the hell up on up on out of here because listen, I don't have time for a fifth year of high school. These last four years of high school have been hell. In the meantime, I don't like high school. I don't want to be there. And it's like I have to reset everything I just did yesterday and do it again. And then I have an AP class for English. So that basically means the work is like extra, like extra, extra. So I'm going to be doing hella more work. And then for government, I'm going to be doing hella more work. There's only like three classes where I don't have to do hella work. And... Those classes are probably, well, there's two of those classes, um, art and, art and what else? I don't know. I say art and what? Art, I take art two or something, not art two, I took that sophomore year. I take art three or something, painting, so I can get all of my, um, what do you call this? (laughs) Oh my god, Wait, so I can get like all of my credits for like the fine arts or whatever because first came in and like my endorsement was arts and humanities and I took lots of like other um, classes like band and um, orchestra and art and theater so I took like even though they're still in the arts and humanities class like my counselor told me that a lot of colleges look for students that have like done like lots of um extracurriculars because for some reason that looks good and I don't know diversity or some shit but yeah but back to what I was saying there's like art and an orchestra and those classes are hella hard to pass I used to be a violinist um when I was in middle school but yeah what, like I stopped playing the violin um ever since high school and I just lost interest my mom doesn't understand that like how I can just lose interest in something that I was so passionate about and it's one of those things where it's like I don't want to play it anymore simply because I don't want to play it anymore it's not one of those rebellious things like oh like you say I'm good at this so I'm gonna stop doing it but it's one of those things where it's like if I'm not interested in doing something I'm not going to do it um even though it can take me far I'm like we are such multidimensional beings, so it's like it's not just one talent we have. There's multiple talents we have. For example, I'm a creative writer, so I'm really good at writing, but I have writer's block, so that means I'm not really writing anything right now. I'm an artist. I can paint. <sighs> I can paint. I can draw. I can sketch. I can probably sculpt if you give me some clay or something. Um, I can learn instruments very easily. Um, I'm looking into being a linguist because languages and uh, languages are very interesting to me. I can be a historian, historian, historian because I know so much about American history and world history and world geography. So there's lots of things that like lots of my quote unquote talents that can take me far other than just, you know, playing an instrument or doing something like that. Um let's talk about style oh my god this is my first time doing a podcast i'm like super excited when it comes to style i go through phases and it's i notice these phases but it's like no one notices them or maybe it's just me or something i don't know maybe people notice them but it's like because i can dress no one will say anything (laughs) 
girl can dress. I spend all my money on clothes anyway, so obviously I'm going to know how to dress anyways. But um, I'm really looking into buying like more posh clothes. Not right now because I just spoke about um my spending problem. So obviously I'm going to... My plan is, inshallah, my plan, my plan is, inshallah, is to get a job, put $15 away for clothes each week, or, you know, just accumulate that $15, and then the rest, I'll put it to school, and that's basically it, and so, yeah, when I get my job, inshallah, you know, $15 will be going away each Friday, okay, each Friday, each Friday, yo, and then that'll accumulate over time, and then I can spend that, you know, in five months, I'll spend that when I like those Shit, I have to get a calculator out. Hold on, y'all. I am sleep deprived. So, 15 plus 5 months. That's a hella money. That's hella money. So, that's basically my plan. But yeah, back to what I was saying. So, in the beginning of my fashion sense, I want to say my fashion sense because I've always had fashion sense. But in the beginning of when I actually started to buy clothes, because like freshman year, I didn't really have clothes like that. Like I had clothes, but they were basic and meaning I had like a few pairs of pants and some shirts and some scarves and that's it. Like in a jacket but sophomore year that's when I went all out when it comes to when it came to my fashion um one of the things I don't do is wear a uniform because I would not stoop that low to wearing a uniform to school and honestly no one said to me to um I don't get told anything about it so it's like there's no point of wearing a uniform so like I'm just gonna continue to do what I want to do but anyways Sophomore year, that's when I started thrifting, and I bought hella windbreakers. There's one orange windbreaker that I honestly need to put in the um the washer because I wore that bitch out. When I say I wore that bitch out, it's like, it don't even feel the same when I wear it because of how much I wore it. And um, so I was really into, like, the vaporwave Mac DeMarco, I don't really listen to him anymore because his music is, like, kind of really depressing. If you like, kind of sad. But the only song I listen to him, I listen to by him is On The Level because that's a good song. But all the other ones are kind of depressing. Like, Chamber of Reflection literally makes me feel so empty. But anyways, so I bet hella... um windbreakers and then mom jeans i literally went all out with the mom jeans which i don't fit anymore so i was thinking of selling my clothes but yeah because i have so many clothes and i can make money from doing so and so like if you wear like extra large or large or medium hit me up because i have clothes and i might want to sell it on your um but yeah so i bought hella mom jeans because that was like that was basically the thing in sophomore year, but it was a thing to to the point where it's like people couldn't find mom jeans because like that was like what 2015, 2016, right? 
oh my god 2016 to 2017 so like ending of 2015 to 2016 so people couldn't really find the mom jeans because they people still had like a stigma against um thrift stores and like going to ross and all these like off-brand stores so like nobody would step in the thrift store at all like you would not see anyone from like my i wouldn't see anyone from my school going to the thrift store like the local one and everyone like that goes to my school pretty much we all live in the same neighborhood pretty much i'd like never see anyone there i'm like the only one going there every saturday or whatever then junior year pops up and that's when i wanted to dress like bill cosby uh trigger warning uh, i do not support bill cosby um at all but that was when i wasn't that was when i was ignorant and i didn't know what he was doing at the time so yeah so i wanted so we, i wanted to dress like a 80 80s 90s grandpa and so i'd buy like these huge ass sweaters that i still wear to this day huge ass sweaters that are in my drawer as we speak i still wear them but it's like i don't want to wear them right now and those sweaters were hella cheap they're like two dollars to a dollar lord knows i'm not gonna spend like five dollars on something like a simple shirt maybe a jacket but not a shirt nah um, and then I got into a phase where, like, I wanted to color code every single outfit that I wore. So I have, like, almost every single color pants except lime green, orange, and red pants. So basically, I have, like, hella color pants and patterned pants, too. And then, yeah, so... But that was interesting. That's when I had my spam account. And I was, like, well-known for that spam account. And people were like, oh, my God, you're so funny. And it's, like, the notoriety. Notoriety. I can't say that word. Notoriety. <laughs> notoriety. I can't say it. But that's, like, um, when I had, like, a name for myself on social media, I guess. And then I deleted it. So, yeah. <laughs> Game over. <sighs> so yeah i've been like my fashion sense has changed from like vaporwave and also during that time i'd only listen to like um playboy cardi and um asap rocky who else a producer that i'm not gonna mention his name <laughs> um but he like produced like i'm pretty sure he produced um playboy cardi's song one of his songs but yeah that's that's we're not gonna miss his name and um basically like all of those rappers but underground rappers uh i listened to rob banks too but then i was like like he's getting kind of um Basically, like, underground rappers that watched anime and talked nothing about... They literally only rapped about anime, shooting niggas, and drinking lean, and popping mollies and all that shit, and smoking weed. Oh, Chris Travis and Bones, and yeah. So that's what I listened to in, like, freshman year. You couldn't tell me shit. I had so much acne, and that is so crazy. Like... 
I had hella acne on my forehead, and niggas was still in my DMs. That's crazy. That really shows you, like, and I was, like, confident in a way, which is weird. Because looking back on my old pictures, like, I wasn't ugly, obviously. <laughs> never ugly, never that, never felt that, never seen that, never tasted that, never, never ugly. But, like, the pimples I had on my forehead, I looked like a freaking crunch bar. Like, there was one of those crunch bars you get in the vending machines. It looked horrible, and people still complimented me on the daily, you know, I was, people wanted to be my friend and stuff, so that was weird, sophomore year, that's when my acne went away, because something I did in um, freshman year, I would basically go to sleep and make up, because for some reason, my stupid ass didn't, you know, I was too lazy, and I worked out. I would go to tennis practice every single day. I do 100 lunges around my room every single day. 100 squats. I'd lift um weights. I do um deadlifts at the school gym. So basically, I was so sore that I couldn't even like move. It's actually kind of sad how sore I was. Like, um, I even tried jogging, but you know, I ran a few times home and walked home like for a long for like. The whole freshman year, I walked home. Nothing but walking home and or taking a bus sometimes when I'm extra. When I was extra tired, but I'd be so sore from all that working that I do in my room. So I'd basically just be like, fuck it. And I go to sleep in makeup. Who the hell told me that shit was okay? I don't know who told me that was okay. But honestly, if I could go back in freshman year, I'd slap the shit out of myself, honestly. Very honestly, I'd slap the shit out of myself. So, yeah, but sophomore year, I got more into makeup. It definitely progressed. The end of sophomore year definitely progressed because I was going in with thick-ass eyebrows. That was, like, the trend. That was the wave back then. And honestly, super proud that my makeup skills have progressed, even though... It's just makeup, and there's no right or wrong way to do it. It's just one of those things where it's like, <laughs> I perfected my shits, and you bitches look, you know, you bitches still have brick, thick-ass brick eyebrows. And I'm like, <laughs> bitch, I look better than you. <laughs> um, But sophomore year, my acne went away because I got onto a skincare routine that um, has stayed the same since sophomore year. And I'm a senior, so for like three or four, five consecutive years i'm counting each year we went into um each year instead of like one year but yeah so it's stayed the same and sophomore year i made friends something about me is that like my friend group i don't just have like one group of friends that look the same and think the same i have friends from like all over the world which is really strange because you probably look at me and be like what like i have goth friends i have emo friends you know i had a republican friend but i had to cut that nigga off because he was annoying 
Um, so I have like I'm not really judgmental when it comes to being a being friends with people because some people are just lonely and just need someone to talk to. That's what I'm here for. That's what this podcast is here for. But um, wow, this is really fun. But yeah, sophomore year made hella friends that were seniors and juniors. Um and smoked hella weed and that's basically all I did sophomore year. Um and then junior year came and then, you know, the two main friends that started the whole friendship graduated. I was like, Yeah, cool. I don't have to see y'all ugly asses anymore. And then, you know, and then I had like one friend that was like in junior he was um a senior when I was a junior. So yeah, I don't talk to him anymore because <laughs> honey, I, if I one of these days I will spill the tea. I will spill the tea. But yeah, and then senior year, here I am. Oh my god, I cried the first day of school because I'm like, oh my god. I have to make a 160 hours and I've only made up 20. But I know as soon as I turn in my hour sheet, you know, I have like what? <laughs> I'm, I'm, oh my god let's do the math because i should have just stayed my ugly ass in school i have 140 hours that's actually not bad because i can do i can do an hour and that's not that bad some people aren't even trying with the hours they have. At least I'm making an effort to make up the hours. And I haven't been skipping at all. Because I don't want the hours to, like, accumulate. And then I'm just going to be stuck in a rut. So, yeah. And there's programs that, like, can help make up hours as well. So, it's one of the things, like, <laughs> I, I'm okay. Crying on the inside, but I'm okay. I'm okay. It's weird that I talk about school a lot. But it's one of those things where it's, like, it literally... Like, my life evolves around school because I'm a full-time student. So, honestly, it's, like, one of those things where it's, like, that's the only thing I'm really going to speak about because, literally, my life revolves around school because I'm at school every day. I have hella homework. And then I have to write a five-page essay for my AP English class. A five-page essay trying to use ethos, pathos, or logos. And, honestly... I don't know how that's going to work, but I always pull through. I might just bullshit it like the last time, but, you know, that's okay. Okay, last school subject. Something I don't like about my school is how disorganized it is. I'm not just saying this to, like, sound like, oh, you just hate the school you go to. Like, you have no school spirit. <laughs> oh, my God, you just hate everything. But, no, how disorganized the school is, I hate it. First day of school, for like at least for a good two months, I did not have an English teacher at all. We were stuck in a class with a substitute that wouldn't even give us work to do. Like, is that how, really, really, really? We didn't have a teacher for a good two months. So I just stopped. Like, I didn't show up. I'm not even gonna lie. I didn't show up like for a good week. And I was I wasn't counted absent, so that you know that didn't matter, I guess. But and then with the schedules thing, it's like I know there's a lot of students, but it's like if you see how other schools are on top of that, like 
what they used to do is they they send you your um your schedule before you know the week before school started they didn't do that anymore they stopped doing that 10th grade and that kind of sucked also the only way you can get like your report card is either they send it to you and that's basically it and honestly our school is so backed up on paperwork it's like I'm pretty sure that's the last thing they're worried about but all I'm worried about is taking these high school graduate pictures because listen (laughs) I know I'm gonna have to beat my face for high school graduation pictures and can you believe that you have to pay like $200 just to take a picture in a cap and gown? Man, I'm not even graduating yet. Y'all acting like we're walking down the stage. It's literally taking a picture with a cap and gown. Like one cheese, like cheese faces. I can't stand that. It's like they try to make money off of every single little thing. And it's not cool. It's not cool. Oh, um... Something I saw on um, Instagram is a screenshot of a tweet of someone basically, this is not verbatim, but they said, I hate the fact that we live in a grinding and like nonstop grinding, working so hard, like workaholic society. And that's honestly like, I agree with that. Like we shouldn't have to work so hard to, the whole idea of working until like, I don't, I was just, it's not fair. Like, you're telling me I have to work so hard, and then when I'm done, what? Like, people actually get addicted to working, and it's not fair that we live in this capitalist and, you know, dog-eat-dog world when it comes to consumerism, capitalism, and marketing. So it's like, either way, you're going to have to make money to buy things and to gain things that you need, or you're going to have to work your ass off to sell sell your product, or to advertise your products was like there's no way out and there is a way out but honestly like it's kind of like it sucks the fact that we have to work hella hard and also sucks that education isn't free in america what the hell you something i learned is that fast food does not pay for um the master's program but they'll pay for the phd program what type of nonsense are you just gonna skip the master's because that doesn't matter so that means I'm gonna have to go through like a whole different process, not with fast for with fast for money. With not with fast for money, I'm gonna have to go through a whole different process, pro, like program, just to be able to. Okay, why is education so free? Honestly, I know why, because you know this is gonna sound insensitive. What? But when niggas go to school, you're kind of set for life. Like when you have a PhD. You're kind of set for life, and people don't really notice how important educa- how important education is. I just started to notice that, and like I, like and now I understand why my mom was like bugging me, like, oh, you don't listen. You should just sit there in class. You just sit there. You're so stop on, you know. Just get the A. And like now I un- actually understand why because you can do so much with a piece of paper that literally says you've gone to school for sixteen, twenty years. Like, a piece of paper that validates my whole time of being in school can literally do so much, not for me, but, you know, it can break the cycle of poverty. And honestly, I feel like people should, you know, value education even more because it can get you so far. Even though school is hard and teachers are fucking bitches, you know, and 
not everyone's going to be on their, your side. And some people are going to try to deter you from your path and, like, your educational path and what you want to do in the future. But it's like, honestly, ignore all that. And you just got to have your eyes on, like, tunnel vision. Like, it has a tunnel vision. Like, the only thing I'm really thinking about right now out of all this is that PhD, when it, like, PhD in psychiatry, as soon as my name, I have doctor in front of my last name, that's it. That's it. I'm shitting on all you niggas. Y'all understand. As soon as I have a as soon as I have a PhD, I'm shitting on all you niggas. I'm gonna like I'm gonna brag because something that cannot be taken away from me is um you know, a car can be taken away from you, a house can be taken away from you, shoes can even be taken away from you, but something people cannot like take away from you is a degree. And once I get that PhD I'm shitting on all y'all, like, I'm really gonna be shitting on all y'all when I'm 20, not 20, when I'm, like, 25 years old, I'm shitting on all y'all as soon as I get that PhD, y'all don't even understand, I'm gonna be flexing for the gram every day, but one of the things that I have been considering, considering, is moving to Germany, because college is free there, are you stupid, am I, like, do I look dumb to you, like, I'm not going to sit here and pass up a good, you know, um, opportunity to literally go to school for free simply just because it's not in the States, which I don't even have family that live in the States, um, so it's not going to be hard for me. I mean, like, my immediate family, but, you know, it's not going to be hard for me because, honestly, at the end of the day, I'm going to be attaining something that means a lot, not just to me. But, like, to my community and my family. So, you know, I'd rather go to school for free than be, like, $40,000 in debt. Are you crazy? I don't even have 40000 I don't even have $5 to my name. $40,000 in debt? That's wild. Those student loans, yo. And then they force you to take them. I'm like, ah, there's no way out of this shit. But, yeah. I've been thinking about going to Germany or maybe going to a cheap-ass University somewhere in Georgia or something. <laughs> I was thinking of going to um, Howard University. Um, one of the reasons why I've always considered going to HCBU is because I want to see people that look like me. That sounds so stupid and, like, you know, selfish and condescending. But all of the years of being in school, there's only, like, there's a few black kids. But, like, I couldn't really relate to them because, like, my family's not from America, so our culture is different in a way. And then there always there would be like that one exchange student, but they'd be from like China. Like I can't relate to the Chinese kid either. So I just want to go to like a HCBU and meet other people from the continent as well, instead of just meeting that one Nigerian kid. Like I'm not Nigerian, and representation does matter. But honestly, I can't complain because I'm not in like. There's not a lot of African people in um, San Antonio at all. So I'm not complaining, though. But that's one of the reasons why. And also, I just feel like it would be, like, comfortable to go in that type of environment. Because, I don't know. Like, with this, let me just be honest, okay? I'm either the only Muslim kid in my class, and that's... That's like really like all eyes tend to be on me, and that kind of sucks because it's like as soon as I walk in, 
niggas just looking at me. And they're not looking at me because I'm cute. <laughs> but it's because the Muslim population in San Antonio is very low. I understand that. So, obviously, this is something very foreign to people. But it's like, in the day and age that we live in, 2019, forget that. Not 2019. You literally can, like, talk to your uh, talk to an, an inanimate box and get an answer in 0 0.1, 0.0 seconds. And people still don't know what Islam is. People don't, still don't know that we come from all walks of um, life in all parts of the world instead of, you know, just... Which is another misconception people, a lot of people here have, um, is that, you know, they ask me if I can speak Arabic. No the hell, I can't. I can't speak Arabic. <laughs> what are you talking about? Um, but that's a misconception because all they see on television is whenever they showca showcase Muslims is they tend to show the Arab Muslims or the Pakistani Muslims. And they don't really show, like, half of African countries are literally Islamic countries, which is really interesting. And half of the Muslim population is black. So, but, you know, representation probably won't happen until I get my ass up and start to communicate. <laughs> um, uh, so, being a quiet person, that kind of sucks because automatically I'm going to be, like, the viewpoint. Like, I'm going to be the center of attention, which... It's uncomfortable because it's like I don't want to be the center of attention, and it's just like a funny story. In eighth grade, right, I had this one teacher. She's white. She's from New Jersey. She doesn't teach at the middle school I went to, and she talked to me like I was like I couldn't understand English. Like, do you want to do this work on that type of shit? And that's funny how people think. Just because you're, like, you look different, you automatically can't, like, speak their language. Or you'll get questions like, can you speak African? What do you mean? Can you speak American? Can you speak Mexican? Can you speak um, South Asian? No, you can't. You can't speak a nationality, and you can't speak a, ling a, na a nation, so. Which is one of the things that I want the uh, American educational system to update and become up to par is showcasing what Africa looks like now instead of showcasing what, you know, what it looked to pre-colonial, pre, you know, when the British and the French went and, like, fucked up everything, you know, <laughs> gang, gang. Um, because, honestly, the continent, country, African countries have changed for the better and the worse, and I think showing people what African countries actually look like will change their viewpoint. Not only change how they view Africa as a continent, but change how they view black people worldwide. Because essentially that's all where every single black person originates from. So yeah. But no, I can't speak African. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. But but it's cool being like an alien or something. I'm not an alien. I'm not illegal immigrant i'm a, no i'm a citizen of the united states of america okay i'm an american okay america fuck yeah but um it's kind of interesting because like you think 1.8 billion muslims in the world and y'all niggas still don't know about us that's crazy <sighs> but 
anyways. And it's also weird because, like, I get stared at in public. And, like, one good look, then you can look away. But you don't need to stare at me. Like, I'm not threatening at all. I'm 4'11". I look like a child. I look like an obese child. And, like, the only thing threatening about me is um, people think I'm going to blow some shit up or something. And, you know, representation really can change the perception of, you know, how people... Your, their perception of you and the connotation and denotation to certain words that are attached to people that look like you. So, but I'm not going to whine. All 2019, I'm not whining, okay? I'm not complaining, even though that's what I'm doing right now. I'm going to get my ass up. I'm going to get my fat ass up and do something about it. Because me sitting here just complaining isn't going to do anything for me. So what I'm going to do is stop complaining and also, I need to um, fix my sleep schedule as well because honestly, I don't even know how I'm, a, how I'm alive at this point. Like, I don't know if I have a lack of sleep or if I'm oversleeping. I don't know. <laughs> With the way, like, my sleeping schedule is um, set up, you probably think, like, I'm, like, an actual bat. And I sleep upside down, too, so maybe I am a bat. <laughs> What other topics do people speak about on podcasts? I don't know. Um, let's see. I don't want to end this podcast at like 35 minutes. <sighs> let's talk about how um China is colonizing Africa. It's very interesting because it's like history repeats itself. But people are so blind and used to being in. People are so used to like shitty situations constantly happening so it's like you're like so blind to it but honestly in a few years i'm not even gonna be surprised if i go back to my home country kenya and people are speaking chinese i'm not gonna be surprised trust me i'm not gonna be surprised at all if i go home to nairobi and swahili is not being spoken (laughs) and people are speaking chinese um i think a lot of african presidents tend to think in the now instead of in the later. So it's like, hmm. It's kind of disheartening because I really don't want to see, like, Kenyan people work for Chinese people. That's not in no type of, like, xenophobic type shit. But it's like, in the 50s, like, Kenyans literally fought for independence from the British. And now we're going to have to fight for independence from the Chinese. And it's like, if... If African presidents weren't so selfish, we wouldn't be always in this situation. But, you know, what do I know? I'm not a government official, you know, but honestly, oh, and girl, what if Trump wins 2020? I have a horrible feeling that Trump is going to win 2020. Oh, my God. I don't know, but. It's very interesting because a lot of people claim to hate him, but the same people that claim to hate him literally voted for him. So what do you do? Do you hate him or do you support him? To be honest, I've kind of put on this facade like, you know, I don't give a shit what Trump does, you know, because fuck Trump. What can what can Trump do to me? What can Trump do to me, honestly? Like, what can he do to me? But then if you look at it from a bigger spectrum, like it's what what is Trump doing? that won't affect me or that will affect me you know the fact that children are literally in concentration camps not just children but people in general 
are literally in concentration camps. People are fleeing their countries because of the harsh. You know what? This is going to sound very harsh. But maybe if Western countries were to stop fucking with other countries, then maybe we wouldn't be here. One of the reasons why majority of people from all around the world moved to America, one, because either they wanted to. But the second... The second reason is because they're fleeing from something, either because there's no job opportunities, which is something I wish my country would do, because honestly, it's de- it's really depressing to see how kids are literally living in the slums. Like, if our, co- if, Uhuru, I might not be able to come to my country speaking about politics like this, but if our presidents were to create job opportunities and were to, you know, do a thing like I don't know how the America does welfare or something. Maybe people wouldn't be living in slums. Maybe people could, you know, if education was free, poverty wouldn't exist. And that plays into, you know, now I'm just noticing that education is literally so important. And now I understand why my mom was fussing at me whenever I um get like a B or something, not a B, like an F or something. Um. She wasn't just being annoying, but she actually understands how how far an, a piece of paper can get you. Um, but anyways, like I was saying, if your country didn't interfere with ours, we wouldn't be here in the first place. Um, America has literally given other countries 17 years, only 17 years of peace. I, this sounds like I'm trying to um, indoctrinate y'all, but do your um, research. 17 years of peace isn't that much and honestly i think it's less than 17 years because if you see what's happening in syria and what the saudi regime is doing to yemeni people it's one of the things where it's like "Mm -hmm." as a muslim i know it's something i have to do something called hajj that we have to do aka the pilgrimage to mecca and to um Medina, but it's one of those things like I really don't want to complete Hajj because like if you see what the Saudi regime is literally doing to our own Muslim brothers and sisters in Yemen, then why the hell would you want to, you know, support the Saudi regime by going completing Hajj? I'll just complete Umrah in like some random African country or like in Oman or honestly, but me like people don't understand like you simply buying something can literally like it can literally what's that word support another cause that you shouldn't be supporting so for example me flying to Saudi and completing Hajj even though religiously what I did was right and my sins will be forgiven mashallah but it's one of those things just like okay I fly there completed Hajj went back and then it's like I'm kind of on the fault for Yemeni people starving so be careful on what you support and what you buy and who you give your money to. Because money, in the in a way, really does make the world go round. And people who don't, especially black Americans, do not, they under, underestimate their financial power that they have and their influence when it comes to name, when it comes to brands and household names. Um, the black dollar is like the most powerful dollar in the world and Half of the trends we have are literally because some random black kid went in, was experimenting, and, you know, I wish black people would, like, see how important and how much of an influence they have on the world, but what do I know? (laughs) It's, like, interesting. I keep saying I don't want to get into politics, but it's, like, my whole existence 
revolves around politics. Like, my whole being revolves around politics. Like, simply existing is politics within itself. Simply existing as a me simply is, you know, politics and is seen as, I don't know, defiance or whatever. But, yeah. I keep telling myself, don't get into politics because it pisses me off because some people don't want to listen. And that's something we're going to get into. Um, when it comes to racist people, I, I've had my fair shares. So, honestly, at this point, nothing can bring me down in the means of, like, you can call me a terrorist. You can say I'm going to blow some shit up. I don't even know how to work at, like, a clock, let alone how the fuck am I going to work a bomb. You can say, you know, I need to go back to where I came from. But honestly, that doesn't bother me anymore because I've heard all these jokes and I've heard all these slurs. It's, it's, it's horrible that I've become accustomed to, like, Islamophobia. But it's, like, I'm so used to it. It's, that's actually really sad. That's sad thinking about it. But, like... People do fear something. People fear things they don't understand. Half of them don't even know about Islam, so I'm not even going to, you know, put that up against them because they have been indoctrinated by the media, which is <laughs> when it comes to how they portray Muslims, you know. If I if they portrayed Koreans as, you know, evil on the news, I'm pretty sure everyone would believe Koreans are evil. Um, because people tend to listen and believe what the news has to say because, quote-unquote, they are reliable resources, quote-unquote. Not saying Korean people are evil. But honestly, if you turn on the news and all you see in Syria and in Sudan and in Yemen is, you know, ISIS and all that, and all that, all that stuff that really honestly has nothing to do with us. I'm pretty sure you're going to probably be like, hmm, maybe what they're saying about, uh, you know, Muslims is true. But honestly, it's not. You got to, when it comes to religion, I lay that on a personal responsibility. It is your responsibility. Get your grown ass up and open the Quran. Get your grown ass up, open the Hadith, whether it be a Sahih al-Bukhari or any of the authentic hadiths, if you want to learn about Christianity, open up the Bible. If you want to learn about Judaism, open up the um, the Torah. If you want to learn about um, Hinduism, open up, I don't know, what books did I learn? I, Hindu scripts, but honestly, it's one of the things with like, it's a personal responsibility when it comes to learning and learning about different religions and different cultures. Instead of just reading one article and, you know, oh, I haven't figured out because that's logic. <laughs> I haven't figured out that's logic. Um, What the hell was I talking about? Oh, yeah, but when it comes to racism and uh, Islamophobia and Islamophobia, it's, I'm not even a freaking immigrant, which is interesting. Whenever people see the headscarf, they automatically think that I'm an immigrant. Which, nah, like, bro, I'm dead ass a West, like, a Midwesterner, like, Indiana, I'm a Hoosier. Indiana is about ghetto as fuck, but honestly, um, so, like, when people see the sky, they automatically think I'm a, you know, I'm an immigrant, which majority of Muslims are, were born in America, which is very, like, America has the largest Muslim population as well, so, <laughs> 
like it's so strange to me how people don't know about Islam. Like it's taught in schools as well, and world geography. Maybe people don't listen or something. I don't know. Maybe it goes in one ear and the other ear. But anyways, when it comes to racism, I had my fair shares of approaches. But um, something I want people to stop doing is arguing with racist people in the comments. There is absolutely no point of arguing with a racist person, period. Period. No tampon, bitch. Like, that's talking to a brick wall. What the hell? That's literally talking to a brick wall. Your point is not going to ever be, like, across. They're not going to hear you out. They're not going to see eye to eye. They're not going to, you know, listen. Nah, there's no point of arguing with a racist person. There's absolutely no point. Hence why I don't do it. Racist people and racism will will be on this earth until judgment day. And that's all I have to say on that. Which sucks because um, even, like, before, like, race was, like, ever a thing. In our countries, like tribalism is what kind of tribalism and nationalism is what sparks, um, what sparked the whole racism thing. You know, like before racism and white colonialists took their white asses <laughs> to African countries and started colonizing shit and shit. There was still tribalism and, like, a type of hierarchy, you know, I'm better than you because I'm this tribe. And, you know, people of this tribe look like this. And, you know, I look better than you because I'm this tribe, et cetera, et cetera. So, like, even if racism were to go away, tribalism and nationalism would still be on this planet until Judgment Day. And that's something I'm not going to, like, there's no point of me talking or trying to see eye to eye with a racist person at all. No point. No point. I'm not even going to entertain that. Like, I'm literally not going to entertain it. Even though I'm very passionate on race-related topics, one of those things where it's like, "Mm, I'd rather, you know, I'd rather not talk to a racist person about race because what do they honestly know? You could be the smartest person, but you become stupid when you stoop down to a stupid person's level. Um, So, yeah. Um, but the grapevine has great debates and I was thinking about putting together a debate panel or just a speak panel, like, you know, speak about different, um, topics, hearing different perspectives and all that, have arguments, all that awesome stuff. Um, because it's fun to see how, and it's, we all think our perspective is correct, but honestly, when it comes to opinion, there is a right or wrong, but there's also, like, not right or wrong. So, how I see something is not going to be how someone else sees something, and that's totally interesting. Because me, I'm stubborn as heck, and I think everything I say is right. So, yeah. But honestly, to end this podcast, if any aliens are out there, you know, you just heard me speak for, like, a good two hours. What's good? And I'm going to see y'all later in the next podcast. I really like doing this, speaking into my phone. But yeah, I'm going to see y'all later. How many hours did we spend speaking? A good two hours. But I'm going to see you guys later. Follow my social links. It'll be in the info box. And yeah, thanks for listening. Peace. Hey guys, welcome back.
to well welcome back wow that's crazy this is a first time thing um this is my first time doing a podcast and honestly i'm kind of nervous um one this is not planned but i've been thinking about this for like five minutes (laughs) so um I was really just thinking about, like, at my school, I don't want to expose anyone, but at my school, majority of the kids qualify for free lunch, so that basically means that you are poor or you're um, under the poverty line, and it's crazy because it's a low, it's a school in a low-income neighborhood, but no one wants to admit that they are poor or under the poverty line, and it's it kind of shows you how, like, the stigma of poor people being, um, lazy and nasty and disgusting prevails in today's society, which is sad because it, it kind of sucks because, it's like, we live in a capitalistic society as well, so it's like, and we're also consumers, so, and a lot of people don't really understand, like, poor people struggle, um, and you'll hear like things like, "Oh, so if you're so poor, why do you have an iPhone?" And if you're this, why do you like poor people can't enjoy the finer things in life, like an iPhone that iPhone six literally costs one hundred dollars now, which doesn't seem like a lot of money, but it kind of is. But at the same time, it's like poor people can't enjoy the things you enjoy simply because they're poor. And then it's also like not being able to get that eyeliner or not being able to get that um foundation because rent has to be paid and or not being able to get that certain toy so it's like it's a constant rat um race that it's like a certain it's like a cycle of that feels like it will not be broken but honestly any people out there listening to this it will be broken keep working hard and you know don't waste money on things that are temporary don't waste money on things that you will not be that won't be needed in the future and something you know don't waste your money on something you will not see yourself using and you will not see yourself it benefiting you in the future because one thing as soon as I get my allowance which is five dollars to ten dollars I waste it and I have a problem with actually like saving money I know I'm capable of saving money because I've tried it before um, during the summer, which, like, I was a hot mess, but I've tried it before, and it was possible. I only saved, like, two dollars in, well, five dollars in, um, coins, so that's possible, which is kind of really hard to save five dollars in coins if you've never tried to, but I'm noticing that I have, like, a spending problem, and that's kind of, like, sad because I'm at that age, I'm a senior in high school, and I'm at the age where I'm gonna be making lots of payments, and there's going to be part points in my life where I'm not going to be able to get what I want. And me being spoiled, I love getting what I want. And so I can only imagine myself in college having to, you know, not get not get that dress or not get those shoes because I'm going to have to pay for um, half of, you know, tuition, which I don't even, I have a FAFSA account, but I don't even know how that works yet. <laughs> like, I don't know how much money I have my in my FAFSA account either. 
So I have a spending problem and it's one of the things was like, it's kind of like a spending addiction. I don't know what I get out of it, but it feels comforting to like, not just spend money, but to buy more things and to find things that accumulate space in my room for some reason. You guys probably thinking that the thrift store is like the most cheapest place to spend your money on clothes at, but trust me, over the years, I've probably piled up a good $200 on clothes, which is sad because I could have like every Saturday I've gotten 10 or $20. I could have put that away and I could have, um, by now, if I save my money, I could have had a good $200, $300, but I'm, it's like I'm selfish or something. I don't know. So not only do I have a spending problem, I'm selfish and that's not going to work. So I know I'm going to have to change that, but budgeting is like something I've never had to do because that's something my parents do with budgeting I've never had to pay bills so I don't know what's what it's like to pay bills I just found out that you had to pay a bill in order to pay the other bills which makes no complete sense um so you know I'm a senior about to graduate kind of nervous for college because um, I know that I'm capable of, like, being a college student, but I, I actually, I feel like I'd be a better college student instead of a high, you know, like, people say you kind of become a better student in college, and I think that's the thing with me, because with high school, it just feels like I'm doing the same thing every day, and I'm not really learning what I want to learn. Excuse me, as selfish as that sounds, and as, like, condescending as that sounds what is geometry gonna do for me in my future like I might need to learn how to divide and you know work with fractions because I want to be a psychiatrist inshallah but it's like what is this calculus thing gonna do for me in the future I liked how freshman year of high school I had this one class called dollars and cents and in that class, you basically learn how to, like, pay bills, which would have came in very handy because well, I didn't pay attention to it because it's like you only had to take it freshman year and I do extra credit and I pass. But you'd learn how to pay bills. You learn how to um, basically do everything and, you know, sustain life as an adult financially. And, you know, I wish I would have sat there, sat my little like little bad behind there and actually listen because I wouldn't have to try and figure out how to do these things now and it's kind of frustrating because it's like life is moving so fast like and if you really look at it I only have a couple of months and then I'm done with high school and like that chapter's done and I move on to college and I've never been a college student so this is going to be really interesting for me but if I would have just listened in that class, I wouldn't have to sit here and like wonder, hmm, how do you pay rent? How do you write a check? Um, what's credit? What's bad credit? What's a bad credit score? I think over 700 is a bad credit score. I don't have any credit. I don't have a credit card. So I trust you. I don't, you, I don't, I wouldn't even trust myself with a credit card or debit card. That is the dumbest thing I can do to myself right now, especially with my spending problem and my habits when it comes to money. Don't even give me a loan. Don't even think about it. Because listen, I would be like $5 million in debt as of right now. I'm not even joking. So, 
Um, but as a senior in high school, I am taking a class called economics, and basically that semester is done. I'm on my winter break. I'm about to go to school um Tuesday on the eighth. Oh my gosh! But basically, in economics, you'd learn how to write a check and um um you know stock markets and trades and different types of government and all that stuff um I just feel like actually you know let me just be honest majority of the kids in my period for that class which is like fourth period they all failed all the tests so honestly like it's like students aren't retaining information because of the way it is taught to us and it's it's one of those things like if it was explained in a deeper way like in a way that's in a way that's easier to understand then maybe we would be passing these tests and but then again we're like come on we're seniors we have senioritis so we're, we're lazy as heck half of us you know half of the um students have jobs so they're not really thinking about um they're not really thinking about school. They're thinking about, you know, I have a shift in, like, an hour, which is also interesting. I've never had a job at all, and I think it's because of my hijab. If you guys don't know, I'm a Muslim Muslim woman. Ooh-ooh. I wear the hijab. I've been wearing it since, like, seventh grade, so since I was, like, 11 or whatever, right? 11 or 12. But anyway, so um, when it comes to jobs, I think, a, I don't know, maybe I should, like, try harder and I don't want to sound like oh my god like you know impression and all that but when it comes to like jobs no one in this area was like wants to hire me and I don't want to work in the meat department because you know I'm selfish and if you really look at the statistics when it comes to um Muslim women in the workplace it's kind of the numbers are really low because of Islamophobia people don't want to hire us you know, because they have their own prejudices and all that. So hopefully, inshallah, I find a job. Like, inshallah, I find a job during the summer because that will honestly teach me how to save money instead of blowing a paycheck, like a $300 paycheck. Like, to me, that seems like a lot of money to get every week, which actually it is. $300 a week? Wow. But um, I definitely, definitely need to, like, take a break from just wanting to spend money because it's become such a big problem where it's like I can have $50 today and I'd be left with $10 I'm not even joking that's what happened last week <laughs> so definitely want to get a job like a job inshallah and um hopefully it's like in the fast food um workplace or something involving people even though I'm not really a people person in a way then it's like I'm a people person which also brings me to another point of evaluating myself when it comes to communication I'm the worst type of person it may seem like I'm very communicative because I'm speaking right now but bruh I am not communicative for example I go into class ask the teacher what I'm supposed to be doing I sit down I don't even ask my um, classmates for like anything you know I'm more of like I speak when I'm spoken to and I think I need to change that because I I probably receive more help 
if I just open my big ass mouth and say something. But I guess it's something in, that's in me that makes me feel like scared to say something. I think it's a rejection. You know, I'm young and I'm very impressionable in a way. I'm not impressionable to the things to the point where it's like I'm gonna um do everything I see where it's like when it comes to rejection, wow, like that will hurt my heart. Like my heart will literally drop to my ass. <clears throat> so that's one of the reasons why I don't really communicate with people. Even though I know we all have different perspectives, it's one of those things where it's like I sit down and I'd rather analyze something than put myself in a situation and have people analyze me. I don't know what that is or what that's called, but that's just how I do. And I probably need to change what I do and how I am. Not how I am, but how I communicate with people. Because I'm noticing a lot of people want to be my friend. My friend. Friends. How do you, is it plural? Plural. Like a lot of people actually want to be friends with me. And because I'm so quiet, it's it's like I'm used to being silent in public. Unless I'm with my family. Like when I'm with my family... I feel so comfortable, but, like, in public, by myself, meek, bro, unless you say something disrespectful, like, OD, but when I'm, like, in a comfortable environment that feels like home, I'm gonna be, you know, talkative and feel, you know, be my regular self, I guess, but a lot of people want to be friends with me, and it's kind of hard, because it's like, I don't want to go up to you, and then you're going to be like, oh, who's this bitch? You know what I mean? So it's one of those things where it's like, mm, I'd rather not. And some people from school have been following me on Instagram, and it's like, you know what? They see me, and I see you. But it's like, what's the point of telling me you want to be my friend? And you want to hang out when you don't even have the balls to come up to me and say hi in the hallway or something. You just wave. Like, what is that? what is that doing? waving okay so do you really want to be friends or do you want to be acquainted um but high school life i say my easiest year of high school was freshman year mainly because um in the school district that i go to they can't fail freshmen it's like freshman year you have it very very easy excuse me Freshman year, you have it very, very easy, especially if you go to, like, a regular, regular high school and you're not in a STEM program or you're not at one of those early colleges. So it's just like a regular, regular high school where everything's just regular. You have regular seven, eight classes. Um, so freshman year is, like, my easiest year. I don't even know how I passed this 10th grade because I got to first period late all the time. And then, yeah, I was just, I was just late for first period all the time that's pretty much it but when it came to like attending the rest of my classes I attended them and one subject that I'm really good in is history whether that be geography or world history you can ask me any world history question and I'd be be like ready to answer it that's a subject that's really really easy to me and English and my electives and biology but when it comes to math, nah, I don't even think, wait, like, every freshman year in high, I mean, every freshman year in college, I'm pretty sure you're gonna have to take, like, a math-related class, and you think so, I don't know, I have to, like, speak to my college friends or whatever, or Google it, but when it comes to math, I can do it, and means of, if you tell me how to do so, 
I'll be able to do it. But when it comes to like just random ass solve for X, <laughs> listen, you're gonna have to give me a calculator because honestly, if I have future children, you know, I hope it's easy math. I don't know why math has changed. Sometimes I wish I graduated like hella early before they started changing all the like curriculums and all the things they have to meet, you know, all the standards, you know, when it was easy, like in the 90s and 80s and like the 2000s, I'm pretty sure their tests were not hard. Um, For example, I live in Texas and we have to take a state test called the STAR test and honestly... The reading, English, writing, history, and biology one aced it. But when it comes to, like, the um, the math, yeah, I might have to study. And it's kind of crazy how it's, like, they're now just pushing, pushing these standards. And, like, you can literally get, like, a fine for having your phone on in the hallway. What is my phone doing to you, bro? Like, is my phone hurting you? I'm in the hallway. I'm walking to class. Like, I don't see how my phone is doing anything to you. It's it's mine. Like, you didn't pay $124 for it. My mom did. So, <laughs> that's one of my, my internal issues. Oh, stop. But that's one of my internal issues with school. Mainly because now they've just, like, things have changed since freshman year. Like, you'd be able to pass a good two two tests and you'd be, like, straight up out of there. But if you don't pass, like, one test, they, like, give you an extra class that you honestly don't need. And um, I think students don't really think they're going to pass the test because of low... um confidence when it comes to test taking and so it's not really like taken seriously because they know if honestly if if you pass all your classes and you at least show up to take the test and you know you're not on you're not um absent um all the time then you'll be able to graduate with the regular diploma but that's one of the reasons why a lot of students don't really care because it's like i'm gonna graduate anyways and that brings me on to my next subject of evaluating myself. When it comes to absences, oh my god, I'm like the god of absences. Like, you know, that's like a sufferer that's like sure, sure to like say that, but like, you guys do not understand how many absences I had junior year. And honestly, I wish I could do junior year over because junior year, I passed everything. I passed every single class but it was because of the absences they started to take credits and to me that's just stupid you see I'm passing the class and I'm literally like my teacher's favorite student and all my teachers are just so fond of me you know oh my god she's so bright and then you're gonna sit there and take my credits like how dare you who do you think you are to take my credits my credits seriously that's something I don't like. I don't like about the education system in America because it's like I work hard. I worked hard academically when it comes to those classes I studied. I'm smart as frick. And then it's like, so we have a program at my school and we stay after school to make up the absences. I've made up only 20 hours and I pretty much have like the rest of the school year to make up all those absences, which is very um hard but it's possible inshallah i make up all my absences because honestly 
I don't look forward to having like a fifth year high school. I don't know about y'all how y'all do it, but honestly, I'm trying to get the hell up on up on out of here because listen, I don't have time for a fifth year of high school. These last four years of high school have been hell. In the meantime, I don't like high school. I don't want to be there. And it's like I have to reset everything I just did yesterday and do it again. And then I have an AP class for English. So that basically means the work is like extra, like extra, extra. So I'm going to be doing hella more work. And then for government, I'm going to be doing hella more work. There's only like three classes where I don't have to do hella work. And... Those classes are probably, well, there's two of those classes, um, art and, art and what else? I don't know. I say art and what? Art, I take art two or something. Not art two, I took that sophomore year. I take art three or something, painting, so I can get all of my, um, what do you call this? <laughs> Oh my god, Wait, so I can get like all of my credits for like the fine arts or whatever because first came in and like my endorsement was arts and humanities and I took lots of like other um, classes like band and um, orchestra and art and theater so I took like even though they're still in the arts and humanities class like my counselor told me that a lot of colleges look for students that have, like, done, like, lots of um, extracurriculars because for some reason that looks good and, I don't know, diversity or some shit. But, yeah. But back to what I was saying. There's, like, art and, and orchestra. And those classes are hella hard to pass. I used to be a violinist um, when I was in middle school. But, yeah. <laughs> like, I stopped playing the violin. Um ever since high school and I just lost interest my mom doesn't understand that like how I can just lose interest in something that I was so passionate about and it's one of those things where it's like I don't want to play it anymore simply because I don't want to play it anymore it's not one of those rebellious things like oh like you see I'm good at this so I'm gonna stop doing it but it's one of those things where it's like if I'm not interested in doing something I'm not going to do it um even though it can take me far I'm like we are such multidimensional beings, so it's like, it's not just one talent we have, there's multiple talents we have. For example, I'm a creative writer, so I'm really good at writing, but I have a writer's block, so that means I'm not really writing anything right now. I'm an artist, I can paint, <sighs> I can paint, I can draw, I can sketch, I can probably sculpt if you give me some clay or something. Um, I can learn instruments very easily. Um, I'm looking into being a linguist because languages and uh, languages are very interesting to me. I can be a historic, historian, historian because I know so much about American history and world history and world geography. So there's lots of things that like lots of my quote unquote talents that can take me far other than just, you know, playing an instrument or doing something like that. Um let's talk about style oh my god this is my first time doing a podcast i'm like super excited when it comes to style i go through phases and it's i notice these phases but it's like no one notices them or maybe it's just me or something i don't know maybe people notice them but it's like because i can dress no one will say anything 
<laughs> your girl can dress. I spend all my money on clothes anyway, so obviously I'm gonna know how to dress anyways. But um, I'm really looking into buying like more posh clothes not right now because I just spoke about um my spending problem. So obviously I'm gonna. What my plan is, inshallah, my plan, my plan is, inshallah, is to get a job, put fifteen dollars away for clothes each week, or you know, just accumulate that fifteen dollars, <sighs> and then the rest I'll put it to school, and that's basically it. And so, yeah, when I get my job, inshallah, you know, fifteen dollars will be going away each Friday. Okay, each Friday each Friday yo and then that accumulate over time and then I can spend that you know in five months I'll spend that one like those shit I have to get the calculator out hold on y'all I am sleep deprived so 15 plus five That's a hella money. That's hella money. So, that's basically my plan. But yeah, back to what I was saying. So, in the beginning of my fashion sense, I want to say my fashion sense because I've always had fashion sense. But in the beginning of when I actually started to buy clothes, because like freshman year, I didn't really have clothes like that. Like I had clothes, but they were basic and meaning I had like a few pairs of pants and some shirts and some scarves, and that's it, like, in a jacket, but sophomore year, that's when I went all out when it comes to, when it came to my fashion, um, one of the things I don't do is wear a uniform, because I would not stoop that low to wearing a uniform to school, and honestly, no one sends me to, um, I don't get told anything about it, so it's like, there's no point of wearing a uniform, so, like, I'm just gonna continue to do what I want to do, but anyways, sophomore year, that's when I started thrifting, and I bought hella windbreakers. There's one orange windbreaker that I honestly need to put in the, um, the washer because I wore that bitch out. When I say I wore that bitch out, it's like, it don't even feel the same when I wear it because of how much I wore it. And um, so I was really into like the vaporwave Mac DeMarco, I don't really listen to him anymore because his music is, like, kind of really depressing. If you like, kind of sad. But the only song I listen to him, I listen to by him is On The Level because that's a good song. But all the other ones are kind of depressing. Like, Chamber of Reflection literally makes me feel so empty. But anyways, so I bet hella... um windbreakers and then mom jeans i literally went all out with the mom jeans which i don't fit anymore so i was thinking of selling my clothes but yeah because i have so many clothes and i can make money from doing so and so like if you were like extra large or large or medium hit me up because i have clothes and i might want to sell it on your um but yeah so i bought hella mom jeans because that was like that was basically the thing in sophomore year, but it was a thing to to the point where it's like people couldn't find mom jeans because like that was like what 2015, 2016, right? 
oh my god, twenty sixteen to twenty seventeen. So like ending of twenty fifteen to twenty sixteen. So people couldn't really find the mom jeans because they people still had like a stigma against um thrift stores and like going to Ross and all these like off brand stores. So like nobody would step in the thrift store at all. Like you would not see anyone from like my I wouldn't see anyone from my school going to the thrift store of like the local one and everyone like that goes to my school pretty much we all live in the same neighborhood pretty much i would like never see anyone there i'm like the only one going there every saturday or whatever then junior pops up and that's when i wanted to dress like bill cosby uh trigger warning Uh, i do not support bill cosby um at all but that was when I wasn't, that was when I was ignorant and I didn't know what he was doing at the time. So, yeah. So, I wanted, so I wanted to dress like a 80, a 80s, 90s grandpa. And so, I'd buy like these huge ass sweaters that I still wear to this day. Huge ass sweaters that are in my drawer as we speak. I still wear them, but it's like, I don't want to wear them right now. And those sweaters were hella cheap. They're like $2 to $1. Lord knows I'm not gonna spend like five dollars on something like a simple shirt maybe a jacket but not a shirt nah um and then I got into a phase where like I wanted to color code every single outfit that I wore so I have like almost every single color pants except lime green orange and red pants so basically I have like hella color pants and patterned pants too and then yeah so but that was interesting that's when I had my spam account and I was like well known for that spam account and people were like oh my god you're so funny and it's like the notoriety notoriety I can't say that word notoriety (laughs) notoriety I can't say it but that's like um, when I had, like, a name for myself on social media, I guess, and then I deleted it, so, yeah, <laughs> game over, <sighs> so, yeah, I've been, like, my fashion sense has changed from, like, vaporwave, and also, during that time, I'd only listen to, like, um, Playboy Cardi and, um, ASAP, Rocky, who else? A producer that I'm not going to mention his name. <laughs> um, but he, like, produced, like, I'm pretty sure he produced um, Playboy Cardi's song. One of his songs. But, yeah, that's, that's, we're not going to mention his name. And, um, basically, like, all of those rappers, but underground rappers. Uh, I listened to Rob Banks, too, but then I was like, eh. Like, it's getting kind of, um, basically, like, underground rappers that watched anime and talked nothing about, they literally only rapped about anime, shooting niggas, and drinking lean, and popping mollies and all that shit, and smoking weed. Oh, Chris Travis and Bones, and yeah. So, that's what I listened to in, like, freshman year. You couldn't tell me shit. I had so much acne. And that is so crazy. Like, 
I had hella acne on my forehead, and niggas was still in my DMs. That's crazy. That really shows you, like, and I was, like, confident in a way, which is weird. Because looking back on my old pictures, like, I wasn't ugly, obviously. <laughs> never ugly. Never that. Never felt that. Never seen that. Never tasted that. Never, never ugly. But, like, the pimples I had on my forehead... I look like a freaking crunch bar. Like, there was one of those crunch bars you get in the vending machines. It looked horrible. And people still complimented me on the daily. You know, I was, people wanted to be my friend and stuff. So, that was weird. Sophomore year, that's when my acne went away. Because something I did in um, freshman year, I would basically go to sleep and make up. Because for some reason, my stupid ass didn't, you know, I was too lazy. And I worked out. I would go to tennis practice every single day. I do 100 lunges around my room every single day, 100 squats. I'd lift um, weights. I do um, deadlifts at the school gym. So basically, I was so sore that I couldn't even, like, move. It's actually kind of sad how sore I was, like, um, I haven't tried jogging, but, you know, I ran a few times home and walked home, like, for a long, for, like, the whole freshman year, I walked home. Nothing but walking home and, or taking a bus sometimes when I'm extra, when I was extra tired, but I'd be so sore from all that working that I do in my room, so I'd basically just be like, fuck it, and I'd go to sleep in makeup. Who the hell told me that shit was okay. I don't know who told me that was okay, but honestly, if I could go back and freshman year, I'd slap the shit out of myself, honestly. Very honestly, I'd slap the shit out of myself. So, yeah, but sophomore year, I got more into makeup. It definitely progressed. The end of sophomore year definitely progressed because I was going in with thick-ass eyebrows. That was, like, the trend. That was the wave back then. And honestly, super proud that my makeup skills have progressed. Even though it's just makeup and there's no right or wrong way to do it. It's just one of those things where it's like, <laughs> I perfected my shits and you bitches look, you know, you bitches still have brick, thick-ass brick eyebrows. And I'm like, <laughs> bitch, I look better than you. <laughs> um, But... Sophomore year, my acne went away because I got onto a skin care routine that um, has stayed the same since sophomore year. And I'm a senior. So for like three or f- five consecutive years, I'm counting each year we went into um, each year instead of like one year. But yeah, so it's stayed the same. And sophomore year I made friends something about me is that like my friend group I don't just have like one group of friends that look the same and think the same I have friends from like all over the world which is really strange because you probably look at me and be like what like I have goth friends I have emo friends you know I had a republican friend but I had to cut that nigga off because he was annoying 
Um, so I have like I'm not really judgmental when it comes to being a, being friends with people because some people are just lonely and just need someone to talk to. That's what I'm here for. That's what this podcast is here for. But um, wow, this is really fun. But yeah, sophomore year made hella friends that were seniors and juniors. Um and smoked hella weed and that's basically all I did sophomore year. Um and then junior year came and then, you know, the two main friends that started the whole friendship graduated. I was like, Yeah, cool. I don't have to see y'all glasses anymore. And then, you know, and then I had like one friend that was like in junior he was um a senior when I was a junior. So yeah, I don't talk to him anymore because <laughs> honey, I if I one of these days I will spill the tea. I will spill the tea. But yeah, and then senior year, here I am. Oh my god, I cried the first day of school because I'm like, oh my god, I have to make a 160 hours and I've only made up 20. But I know as soon as I turn in my hour sheet, you know, I have like what? <laughs> I'm, I'm, oh my god let's do the math because i should have just stayed my ugly ass in school i have 140 hours that's actually not bad because i can do i can do an hour and that's not that bad some people aren't even trying with the hours they have. At least I'm making an effort to make up the hours. And I haven't been skipping at all. Because I don't want the hours to, like, accumulate. And then I'm just going to be stuck in a rut. So, yeah. And there's programs that, like, can help make up hours as well. So, it's one of the things, like, <laughs> I'm okay. Crying on the inside, but I'm okay. I'm okay. It's weird that I talk about school a lot. But it's one of those things where it's, like, it literally... Like, my life evolves around school because I'm a full-time student. So, honestly, it's, like, one of those things where it's, like, that's the only thing I'm really going to speak about because, literally, my life revolves around school because I'm at school every day. I have hella homework. And then I have to write a five-page essay for my AP English class. A five-page essay trying to use ethos, pathos, or logos. And, honestly... I don't know how that's going to work, but I always pull through. I might just bullshit it like the last time, but you know, that's okay. Okay, last school subject. Something I don't like about my school is how disorganized it is. I'm not just saying this to like sound like, oh, you just hate the school you go to. Like, you have no school spirit. (laughs) Oh my God, you just hate everything. But no, how disorganized the school is, I hate it. First day of school, for like at least for a good two months, I did not have an English teacher at all. We were stuck in a class with a substitute that wouldn't even give us work to do. Like, is that ha- really, really, really? We didn't have a teacher for a good two months. So I just stopped. Like, I didn't show up. I'm not even going to lie. I didn't show up, like, for a good week. And I, was, I wasn't counted absent, so that, you know, that didn't matter, I guess. But... And then with the schedules thing, it's like I know there's a lot of students, but it's like if you see how other schools are on top of that, like 
what they used to do is they they send you your um your schedule before you know the week before school started they didn't do that anymore they stopped doing that 10th grade and that kind of sucked also the only way you can get like your report card is either they send it to you and that's basically it and honestly our school is so backed up on paperwork it's like i'm pretty sure that's the last thing they're worried about but all i'm worried about is taking these high school graduate pictures because listen (laughs) i know i'm gonna have to beat my face for high school graduation pictures and can you believe that you have to pay like $200 just to take a picture in a cap and gown? Man, I'm not even graduating yet. Y'all acting like we're walking down the stage. It's literally taking a picture with a cap and gown. Like one cheese, like cheese faces. I can't stand that. It's like they try to make money off of every single little thing. And it's not cool. It's not cool. Oh, um... Something I saw on um, Instagram is a screenshot of a tweet of someone basically, this is not verbatim, but they said, I hate the fact that we live in a grinding and like nonstop grinding, working so hard, like workaholic society. And that's honestly, like, I agree with that. Like, we shouldn't have to work so hard to, the whole idea of working until like, I don't, I was just, it's not fair. Like, you're telling me I have to work so hard, and then when I'm done, what? Like, people actually get addicted to working, and it's not fair that we live in this capitalist and, you know, dog-eat-dog world when it comes to consumerism, capitalism, and marketing. So it's like, either way, you're going to have to make money to buy things and to gain things that you need, or you're going to have to work your ass off to sell sell your product, or to advertise your products was like there's no way out and there is a way out but honestly like it's kind of like it sucks the fact that we have to work hella hard it also sucks that education isn't free in america what the hell you something i learned is that fast food does not pay for um the master's program but they'll pay for the phd program what type of nonsense are you just gonna skip the master's because that doesn't matter so that means I'm gonna have to go through like a whole different process, not with fast I'm gonna, with fast for money. With not with fast for money, I'm gonna have to go through a whole different process, pro, like program, just to be able to. Okay, why is education so free? Honestly, I know why, because you know, this is gonna sound insensitive, what? But when niggas go to school, you're kind of set for life. Like when you have a PhD. You're kind of set for life, and people don't really notice how important educa- how important education is. I just started to notice that, and like I, like and now I understand why my mom was like bugging me, like, oh, you don't listen. You should just sit there in class. You just sit there. You're so stubborn, you know. Just get it. And like now I un- actually understand why because you can do so much with a piece of paper that literally says you've gone to school for sixteen, twenty years. Like, a piece of paper that validates my whole time of being in school can literally do so much, not for me, but, you know, it can break the cycle of poverty. And honestly, I feel like people should, you know, value education even more because it can get you so far. Even though school is hard and teachers are fucking bitches, you know, and 
not everyone's going to be on their, your side and some people are going to try to deter you from your path and like your educational path and what you want to do in the future what it's like honestly ignore all that and you just gotta have your eyes on like tunnel like it has a tunnel vision like the only thing i'm really thinking about right now out of all this is that phd when it like phd in psychiatry as soon as my name i have doctor in front of my last name that's it that's it i'm shitting on all you niggas y'all understand as soon as i have a as soon as i have a phd i'm shitting on all you niggas i'm gonna like i'm gonna brag because Something that cannot be taken away from me is, um, you know, a car can be taken away from you. A house can be taken away from you. Shoes can even be taken away from you. But something people cannot, like, take away from you is a degree. And once I get that PhD, I'm shitting on all y'all. Like, I'm really going to be shitting on all y'all when I'm 20, not 20, when I'm, like, 25 years old, I'm shitting on all y'all as soon as I get that PhD. Y'all don't even understand. I'm going to be flexing for the gram every day. But one of the things that I have been considering, considering, is moving to Germany because college is free there. Are you stupid? Am I, like, do I look dumb to you? Like, I'm not going to sit here and pass up a good, you know, um opportunity to literally go to school for free simply just because it's not in the states which i don't even have family that live in the states um so it's not gonna be hard for me i mean like my immediate family but but, you know it's not gonna be hard for me because honestly at the end of the day i'm gonna be attaining something that means a lot not just to me but like to my community and my family so you know, I'd rather go to school for free than be like forty thousand dollars in debt. Are you crazy? I don't even have forty thousand. I don't even have five dollars to my name. Forty thousand dollars in debt? That's wild. Those student loans, yo. And then they force you to take them. I'm like, ah, there's no way out of this shit. But yeah, I've been thinking about going to Germany or maybe going to a cheap ass. University somewhere in Georgia or something. <laughs> I was thinking of going to um, Howard University. Um, one of the reasons why I've always considered going to HCBU is because I want to see people that look like me. That sounds so stupid and, like, you know, selfish and condescending. But all of the years of being in school, there's only, like, there's a few black kids. But, like, I couldn't really relate to them because, like, my family's not from America, so our culture is different in a way. And then there always there would be like that one exchange student, but they'd be from like China. Like I can't relate to the Chinese kid either. So I just want to go to like a HCBU and meet other people from the continent as well, instead of just meeting that one Nigerian kid. Like I'm not Nigerian, and representation does matter. But honestly, I can't complain because I'm not in like. There's not a lot of African people in um, San Antonio at all. So I'm not complaining, though. But that's one of the reasons why. And also, I just feel like it would be, like, comfortable to go in that type of environment. Because, I don't know. Like, with this, let me just be honest, okay? I'm either the only Muslim kid in my class, and that's... Eat. that's like really like all eyes tend to be on me and that kind of sucks because it's like as soon as I walk in 
niggas just looking at me. And they're not looking at me because I'm cute. <laughs> but it's because the Muslim population in San Antonio is very low. I understand that. So, obviously, this is something very foreign to people. But it's like, in the day and age that we live in, 2019, forget that, not 2019, you literally can, like, talk to your, uh, talk to an, an inanimate box and get an answer in 0.1, 0 0.0 seconds, and people still don't know what Islam is, people don't, still don't know that we come from all walks of um, life in all parts of the world instead of, you know, just... Which is another misconception people, a lot of people here have, um, is that, you know, they ask me if I can speak Arabic. No the hell I can't. I can't speak Arabic. <laughs> what are you talking about? Um, but that's a misconception because all they see on television is whenever they showca showcase Muslims is they tend to show the Arab Muslims or the Pakistani Muslims. And they don't really show, like, half of African countries are literally Islamic countries, which is really interesting. And half of the Muslim population is black. So, but, you know, representation probably won't happen until I get my ass up and start to communicate. <laughs> um, uh, so, being a quiet person, that kind of sucks because automatically I'm going to be, like, the viewpoint. Like, I'm going to be the center of attention, which... It's uncomfortable because it's like I don't want to be the center of attention, and it's just like funny story. In eighth grade, right? I had this one teacher. She's white. She's from New Jersey. She doesn't teach at the middle school I went to, and she talked to me like I was like I couldn't understand English. Like, do you want to do this work on that type of shit? And that's funny how people think. Just because you're, like, you look different, you automatically can't, like, speak their language. Or you'll get questions like, can you speak African? What do you mean? Can you speak American? Can you speak Mexican? Can you speak um, South Asian? No, you can't. You can't speak a nationality, and you can't speak a, ling a, na a nation, so. Which is one of the things that I want the uh, American educational system to update and become up to par is showcasing what Africa looks like now instead of showcasing what, you know, what it looked to pre-colonial, pre, you know, when the British and the French went and, like, fucked up everything, you know, <laughs> gang, gang. Um, because, honestly, the continent, country, African countries have changed for the better and the worse, and I think showing people what African countries actually look like will change their viewpoint. Not only change how they view Africa as a continent, but change how they view black people worldwide. Because essentially that's all where every single black person originates from. So yeah. But no, I can't speak African. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. But but it's cool being like an alien or something. I'm not an alien. I'm not illegal immigrant i'm a, no i'm a citizen of the united states of america okay i'm an american okay america fuck yeah but um it's kind of interesting because like you think 1.8 billion muslims in the world and y'all niggas still don't know about us that's crazy <sighs> but 
anyways. And it's also weird because, like, I get stared at in public. And, like, one good look, then you can look away. But you don't need to stare at me. Like, I'm not threatening at all. I'm 4'11". I look like a child. I look like an obese child. And, like, the only thing threatening about me is um, people think I'm going to blow some shit up or something. And, you know, representation really can change the perception of, you know, how people... Your, their perception of you and the connotation, denotation to certain words that are attached to people that look like you. So, but I'm not going to whine. All 2019, I'm not whining, okay? I'm not complaining, even though that's what I'm doing right now. I'm going to get my ass up, going to get my fat ass up and do something about it. Because me sitting here just complaining isn't going to do anything for me. So what I'm going to do is stop complaining and also, I need to um, fix my sleep schedule as well because honestly, I don't even know how I'm, a, how I'm alive at this point. Like, I don't know if I have a lack of sleep or if I'm oversleeping. I don't know. With the way, like, my sleeping schedule is um, set up, you probably think, like, I'm, like, an actual bat. And I sleep upside down, too, so maybe I am a bat. <laughs> What other topics do people speak about on podcasts? I don't know. Um, Let's see. I don't want to end this podcast at like 35 minutes. Let's talk about how um, China is colonizing Africa. It's very interesting because it's like history repeats itself. But people are so blind and used to being in. People are so used to like shitty situations constantly happening so it's like you're like so blind to it but honestly in a few years i'm not even gonna be surprised if i go back to my home country kenya and people are speaking chinese i'm not gonna be surprised trust me i'm not gonna be surprised at all if i go home to nairobi and swahili is not being spoken (laughs) and people are speaking chinese um i think a lot of african presidents tend to think in the now instead of in the later so it's like hmm. it's kind of disheartening because i really don't want to see like kenyan people work for chinese people that's not in no type of like xenophobic type shit but it's like in the 50s like kenyans literally fought for independence from the british and now we're gonna have to fight for independence from the chinese and it's like if if African presidents weren't so selfish, we wouldn't be always in this situation. But, you know, what do I know? I'm not a government official, you know, but honestly, oh, and girl, what if Trump wins 2020? I have a horrible feeling that Trump is going to win 2020. Oh, my God. I don't know, but... It's very interesting because a lot of people claim to hate him, but the same people that claim to hate him literally voted for him. So what do you do? Do you hate him or do you support him? To be honest, I've kind of put on this facade like, you know, I don't give a shit what Trump does, you know, because fuck Trump. What can, what can Trump do to me? What can Trump do to me, honestly? Like, what can he do to me? But then if you look at it from a bigger spectrum, like, it's what, what is Trump doing? that won't affect me or that will affect me you know the fact that children are literally in concentration camps not just children but people in general 
are literally in concentration camps. People are fleeing their countries because of the harsh. You know what? This is going to sound very harsh. But maybe if Western countries were to stop fucking with other countries, then maybe we wouldn't be here. One of the reasons why majority of people from all around the world moved to America, one, because either they wanted to. But the second, the second reason is because they're fleeing from something. Either because there's no job opportunities, which is something I wish my country would do because... Honestly, it's de- it's really depressing to see how kids are literally living in the slums. Like, if our co- if Uhuru, I might not be able to come to my country speaking about politics like this, but if our presidents were to create job opportunities and were to you know do a thing like I don't know how the America does welfare or something, maybe people wouldn't be living in slums. Maybe people could. You know, if education was free, poverty wouldn't exist. And that plays into, you know, now I'm just noticing that education is literally so important. And now I understand why my mom was fussing at me whenever I um, get like a B or something, not a B, like an F or something. Um, she wasn't just being annoying, but she actually understands how much, how far an, a piece of paper can get you. Um, but anyways... Like I was saying, if your country didn't interfere with ours, we wouldn't be here in the first place. Um, America has literally given other countries 17 years, only 17 years of peace. I, this sounds like I'm trying to um, indoctrinate y'all, but do your um, research. 17 years of peace isn't that much. And honestly, I think it's less than 17 years because if you see what's happening in Syria and what the Saudi regime is doing to Yemeni people, it's one of the things where it's like, as a Muslim, I know it's something I have to do, something called Hajj that we have to do, aka the pilgrimage to Mecca and to um, Medina. But it's one of those things where like, I really don't want to complete Hajj because like, if you see what the Saudi regime is literally doing to our own Muslim brothers and sisters in Yemen, then why the hell would you want to, you know, support the Saudi regime by going, completing Hajj? I'll just complete Umrah in, like, some random African country or, like, in Oman, honestly. But me, like, people don't understand, like, you simply buying something can literally, like, it can literally, what's that word, support another cause that you shouldn't be supporting so, for example, me flying to Saudi and completing Hajj, even though religiously what I did was right and my sins will be forgiven. Mashallah. But it's one of those things just like, okay, I fly there, completed Hajj, went back, and then it's like I'm kind of on the fault for Yemeni people starving. So be careful on what you support and what you buy and who you give your money to. Because money, in the in a way, really does make the world go round and... People who don't, especially black Americans, do not, they under, underestimate their financial power that they have and their influence when it comes to name, when it comes to brands and household names. Um, the black dollar is like the most powerful dollar in the world. And half of the trends we have are literally because some random black kid went in, was experimenting. And, you know, I wish black people would like see how important and how much of an influence to have on the world. But what do I know? <laughs> it's like interesting. I keep saying I don't want to get into politics. But it's like my whole existence 
revolves around politics. Like, my whole being revolves around politics. Like, simply existing is politics within itself. Simply existing as a me simply is, you know, politics and is seen as, I don't know, defiance or whatever. But, yeah. I keep telling myself, don't get into politics because it pisses me off because some people don't want to listen. And that's something we're going to get into. Um, when it comes to racist people, I, I've had my fair shares. So, honestly, at this point, nothing can bring me down in a means of, like, you can call me a terrorist. You can say I'm going to blow some shit up. I don't even know how to work at, like, a clock, let alone how the fuck am I going to work a bomb. You can say, you know, I need to go back to where I came from. But honestly, that doesn't bother me anymore because I've heard all these jokes and I've heard all these slurs. It's, it's, it's horrible that I've become accustomed to, like, Islamophobia. But it's like, I'm so used to it. It's, that's actually really sad. That's sad thinking about it. But, like, people do fear something. People fear things they don't understand. Half of them don't even know about Islam, so I'm not even going to, you know, put that up against them because they have been indoctrinated by the media, which is (laughs) when it comes to how they portray Muslims. You know, if I... If they portrayed Koreans as, you know, evil on the news, I'm pretty sure everyone would believe Koreans are evil um, because people tend to listen and believe what the news has to say because, quote-unquote, they are reliable resources, quote-unquote, not saying Korean people are evil. But honestly, if you turn on the news and all you see in Syria and in Sudan and in Yemen is, you know, ISIS and all that, and all that, all that stuff that really honestly has nothing to do with us, I'm pretty sure you're going to probably be like, hmm, maybe what they're saying about, uh, you know, Muslims is true, but honestly, it's not. You got to, when it comes to religion, I lay that on a personal responsibility. It is your responsibility. Get your grown-ass up and open the Quran. Get your grown-ass up, open Hadith, whether it be Sahih al-Bukhari or any of the authentic hadiths, if you want to learn about Christianity, open up the Bible. If you want to learn about Judaism, open up the um, the Torah. If you want to learn about um, Hinduism, open up, I don't know, what books did I learn? I, Hindu scripts, but honestly, it's one of the things with like, it's a personal responsibility when it comes to learning and learning about different religions and different cultures. Instead of just reading one article and, you know, oh, I haven't figured out because that's logic. <laughs> I haven't figured out that's logic. Um, What the hell is I talking about? Oh, yeah, but when it comes to racism and uh, Islamophobia and Islamophobia, it's, I'm not even a freaking immigrant, which is interesting. Whenever people see the headscarf, they automatically think that I'm an immigrant. Which, nah, like, bro, I'm dead ass a West, like, a Midwesterner. Like, Indiana, I'm a Hoosier. Indiana is about ghetto as fuck, but honestly. um, So, like, when people see the scarf, they automatically think I'm a, you know, I'm an immigrant, which majority of Muslims are were born in America, which is very, like, Mer- America has the largest Muslim population as well, so... <laughs> 
Like, it's so strange to me how people don't know about Islam. Like, it's taught in schools as well, and world geography. Maybe people don't listen or something. I don't know. Maybe it goes in one ear and the other ear. But anyways, when it comes to racism, I had my fair shares of approaches. But um, something I want people to stop doing is arguing with racist people in the comments. There is absolutely no point of arguing with a racist person, period, period, no tampon, bitch, like, that's talking to a brick wall, what the hell, that's literally talking to a brick wall, your point is not gonna ever be, like, across, they're not gonna hear you out, they're not gonna see eye to eye, they're not gonna, you know, listen, Nah, there's no point of arguing with a racist person. There's absolutely no point. Hence why I don't do it. Racist people and racism will will be on this earth until judgment day. And that's all I have to say on that. Which sucks because um, even like before like race was like ever a thing in our countries, like tribalism is what kind of tribalism and nationalism is what sparks um what sparked the whole racism thing you know like before racism and white colonialists took their white asses <laughs> to african countries and started colonizing shit and shit there was still tribalism and like a type of hierarchy you know i'm better than you because i'm this tribe and you know people of this tribe look like this and you know i look better than you because i'm this tribe etc etc so like even if racism were to go away Tribalism and nationalism would still be on this planet until Judgment Day, and that's something I'm not going to like. There's no point of me talking or trying to see eye to eye with a racist person at all. No point. No point. I'm not even going to entertain that. Like, I'm literally not going to entertain it, even though I'm very passionate on race-related topics. One of those things where it's like, "Mm, I'd rather, you know... I'd rather not talk to a racist person about race because what do they honestly know? You could be the smartest person, but you become stupid when you stoop down to a stupid person's level. Um, so, yeah. Um, but the grapevine has great debates. And I was thinking about putting together a debate panel or just a speak panel, like, you know, speak about different um, topics hearing different perspectives and all that have arguments all that awesome stuff um because it's fun to see how and it's we all think our perspective is correct but honestly when it comes to opinion there is a right or wrong but there's also like not right or wrong so how i see something is not going to be how someone else sees something and that's totally interesting because me, I'm stubborn as heck, and I think everything I say is right. So, yeah. But honestly, to end this podcast, if any aliens are out there, you know, you just heard me speak for like a good two hours. What's good? And I'm going to see y'all later in the next podcast. I really like doing this, speaking into my phone. But yeah, I'm going to see y'all later. How many hours did we spend speaking? a good two hours but i'm gonna see you guys later follow my social links it'll be in the info box and yeah thanks for listening peace
Hi guys, welcome back to another episode of Reevaluating My World, where we reevaluate my thoughts, actions, and pop culture, entertainment, politics, society, and itself. Um, today's episode is really just a freestyle. To be honest, I'm having really fun with filming, not film, recording podcasts. It's really fun. Um, it's basically a lot of people are getting back into podcasts. It's really funny because freshman year of high school, I used to listen to this one podcast that was on Apple Music or Apple Podcasts, and it was super fun listening to them. Um, like it's crazy. It was super fun. I need to get some artwork, so it's just not. It's not just um like some random ass shit like some random ass leaves or something as artwork but yeah um one of the reasons why i wanted to start a podcast was because one they're coming back they're making a huge comeback and two it's 2019 and i'm doing what i want because i need to stop hold like withholding what i really want to do because i mean why um New year, not a new me. Uh, 2018 was okay, I guess. Nothing astounding, like, happened pop culture-wise. Well, actually, Cardi B left Offset, but she's going to take his ass back anyway, so I wasn't even impressed about that. Um, What else happened in pop culture 2018? That's all I really could remember. <laughs> All I can remember, and <sighs> there's hella trends. Uh, for example, the mom jean trend, which took the internet by the ears and dragged it. Um, the only jeans I own are mom jeans, so I'm not even gonna talk shit about that too much. But yeah, a lot of hella people are wearing mom jeans and dad jeans and all that. Um, jazz uh windbreakers the, that trend basically died out happily arthur glasses uh i was kind of tired of seeing arthur glasses and everyone wearing them because it looked tacky it looked like magnifying glasses on your face but i'm glad you got rid of them um the long lace green wig. SZA posted a picture on in Instagram of her with a long lace front green wig. And, you know, people were like, you know what? This is actually cute. Let me wear it. Da, da, da. And it became a trend just like that within seconds. That's so cool because, like, one person can literally start a trend. And, yeah. But... I kind of got tired of it because it was starting to look like old-ass Gatorade on a blonde wig, and I was tired of seeing it. But green is a cute color, so I'm not even going to shit on you anyways. Um, The huge-ass Reebok Balenciaga shoes. I actually wanted, I was actually considering getting Reebok shoes, but then I got some Pumas. Yeah. (laughs) But I was actually considering considering getting some Reebok shoes or those huge ass white shoes that everyone is like raving over because they look cute. But honestly, 
I could get like Reeboks at the thrift store for a good ten, like two dollars actually. So I'm not even tripping over like fifty dollars shoes that I'm probably not even gonna wear all the time, and I'm probably gonna be worrying about it them being being dirty and getting scuffed. So I'm not even worried about shoes like that. But it became a trend. Everyone was wearing them all the time. Y'all wore them out so much to the fact where now they look dirty and scuffed and hella discolored. So, but that was interesting seeing that be a trend, um, which probably won't die. It's probably going to die, like, what, and what, like, what, in two months? I'll give it two months. I'll give it two months. <laughs> Um, what else? What other trend? That's pretty much it. So, <laughs> um, when it comes to social media, I wouldn't consider myself a connoisseur, but I am on there a lot. I might not post a lot. That's a lie. I post a lot on my Insta um, snap, and that's pretty much it. I'll leave it at that, and then, yeah. So I post on my Instagram story, and then... But I don't really post, um, like, a lot of pictures on Instagram. Like, I'll post a picture and then I'll archive it. And then, yeah. So, um, but, yeah, y'all can follow my social links. I have them in my bio. So, yeah, y'all go do that. Y'all go do that. Please. Please do it. Um. Recently did an ad, and that was cool. So, yeah. I look forward to doing lots of that. Um, music. What I'm listening to, uh, my music taste is basically better than anyone. My music taste is better than everyone's, okay? Everyone's, all right? Why? Because I listen to everything except country music. I am not going to apologize. Country music sounds horrible. It sounds horrid. It sounds um, ferocious in my ears. I'm not listening to country music uh, because that's like, I tried to see the hype. Like, I listened to it in, like, what, the third grade? And then I stopped listening to it because I'm like, you know what? Let me see what the hype is. Turn it on. It sounded gross. I'm like, I'm trying to, I was giving it, I was trying to give it a chance, but now I'm just like, I'm, I'm going to be ruthless with this and be like, you know what? <sighs> Country music sounds disgusting. And honestly, I'm not going to apologize. If you have any other type of feelings about country music, I'm not sorry. But yeah, my music taste is basically superior to everyone else's. Why? Because I listen to almost anything, to be honest. I can go from like reggae music to house music which i've really been digging house music for a hell of a minute like a long minute why because not only was house music created by black people house music was like it's like so dope like wow and i recently learned how to vogue so honestly that's something i'm not stopping feel me i'm gonna continue to listen to house music um also I've always listened to Afrobeats being because I'm African and also because um, I feel like when it comes to Afrobeats, it, like all the songs bang anyway. So 
sounds sounds hella good. But Afrobeat um artists I've been listening to are Malik Berry. And that's pretty much it. And if I listen to any other Afrobeat artists, it's because and I don't name them, it's because I don't really listen. I don't pay attention to names, I just listen. Um when it comes to American rap music, I haven't been listening to that. Mainly because uh <sighs> when it comes to American rap music, it kind of sound it all sounds the same. I'm not shitting on it, but it's like I'm not the type of person that will turn on the radio. That's something you'll never catch me doing. Ox cord to the day till I die. To this day. To this day. Okay, but radio music is really just it's painful to listen to. It's painful, and then the songs they play on the radio aren't even new songs. And if it's a new song, they'll play it, like, 15 times. A good 15 times. I'm not even joking, so. Um, yeah. So I don't listen to radio music, hence... I used to listen to underground SoundCloud um, rappers because, at that time, they weren't really discovered, and people really didn't listen to them, and people consider them whack, so I'm like... But it sounded so good, and, like, people consider it whack, so I'm like, <laughs> I know about something you don't know. Um, but now they're, like, majority of them are very much mainstream, so I don't listen to them anymore. Um, pop music. I only listen to 80s and 90s and 70s pop music. Today's pop music is very much, it reminds me of, like, like 10-year-olds on Snapchat. That's what today's pop music is for. It's not for me. Uh huh. Rock music. The only rock music I'll ever listen to is 90s grunge. And that's pretty much it. And a little bit of 2000s um, rock music. I used to listen to Screamo, but honestly, I can't stand it. My ears hurt whenever I listen to that shit now. I'm not even gonna trip. Um. Shows I've been picking up. I've been watching Bob's Burgers. <sighs> oh my god. Every time I watch like one of those TV um, cartoon shows, I feel like my IQ points. <laughs> I feel like my IQ points kind of, you know, disappear. Whenever I watch one of those TV cartoon shows, one because the material. Majority of the, like, The Simpsons. The Simpsons predicts a lot of shit, but honestly, other than that, it's pretty cool. I'm gonna chew. I'm gonna chew. Um, yeah, I've been watching Bob's Burgers. I've been watching Roseanne. And, you know, that's, a lot of people don't watch that show anymore, but I watch it because it's relatable. I've been watching Good Times. Hella Good Times because that show is funny, relatable. And it's like, it was so realistic. It wasn't something you watch and you'd be like, I can't relate to that. It was like, it's such a realistic show. Um, I've been watching, what else have I been watching? Hmm. Everybody hates Chris because I honestly just love that show in general. In general, I just like that show. Like, just, just because I like it. So, yeah. Everybody hates Chris. It's something I've literally been watching all the time. 
Um. Oh no. Uh. Oh, back to trends. Something I've been seeing on Instagram and Twitter as well, and Tumblr. But I don't use Tumblr anymore. I'll get into that later. Something I've been seeing. The, this trend I've been seeing is people being overly obsessed with zodiacs and astrology. Personally, I'm a Scorpio. But personally, it's annoying because I literally go on Twitter and then the only thing I'd really see, like the only thing that was really filling my rec- like um, my Twitter timeline was stupid ass zodiac posts and astrology posts. And I'm like, you know what? It's... It's something that was like, the only thing I'd scroll and scroll and scroll, and the only thing I'm seeing is Zodiac post, and it got really annoying to the point where I had to block in my muted words list are the 12 Zodiac signs. That's never okay. That's never okay. Um, so yeah, there's like over obsession, overly, being overly obsessed with astrology, you know, which is interesting because... Not too long ago, you guys scrutinized people who would um, be into astrology and horoscopes and all that. But all of a sudden, everyone's just interested in it? Okay, that's interesting. I'll shut up. But yeah, I had to block anything Zodiac-related in my muted words box. I'll show you personally my muted word box for Twitter. Um, Yeah, that's something... Oh, and Tumblr. I don't use Tumblr because the whole nude band, the whole nude band, nudity band, um, which is interesting because um, they were saying they wanted to make the community a safer place, but banning nudity and nude content, you know, is stupid. One, because... <clears throat> There are so many other things they could have banned. Like, they could have banned offensive um, content. (laughs) You know, there's so many people on Tumblr talking about eradicating a whole race. Or, you know, bringing hate and just hate speech groups on Tumblr. And y'all not... The first thing y'all thinking about is, what, nudity? Instead of, like, getting rid of niggas that are talking about eradicating a whole race. I, you bugging... But, yeah, I stopped using Tumblr, and I never looked back because, one, it takes up hella space on my phone, and two, there's no point. It felt, when I used Tumblr, it felt like I was on an empty space. Like, I felt like there was no one else on the app because it kind of died out. Snapchat died out, Tumblr died out, and people were hella into that 2014 through 2016, and then through 2017 and then like 2018 came and everyone just got bored of all that shit so yeah um i don't use those apps i tried to get back into snapchat but the way it's set up i can't even like work it like everything's just so different now (laughs) like everything on snapchat is just so different and i don't use it anymore because it's too much to handle it's too much it's too much and then you got random ass people snapping me talking about some streaks. Nah, I'm just going to delete the app and go delete the app. And I'm going to leave. I'm going to leave. 
but I'm a senior in high school. Um, I graduate in like six, seven months. Wow, that's crazy. Um, freshman year, I thought, like, I literally thought school would never end. I thought high school would be like a forever thing. Honestly, I'm not gonna miss anyone from school except my six, my six friends. Um, they know who they are. All right, <laughs> they know who they are. But um, the only thing I'll miss about high school is like the uh, the routine of waking up, getting ready, and you know the process of getting ready, waking up, getting ready, and going to school. And that's pretty much it. <laughs> I'm not gonna miss anything else. Not I just the routine is something I'm gonna have to readjust to because because I heard that um, summer break for college students is hella long, and winter break for college students is also hella long. But that's pretty much it. Anything else? Nah, nah, nah. I'm not gonna miss anyone else except my six friends that I have at school. And that's pretty much it. Um. But yeah, y'all know who y'all are. <laughs> it's what it is. <laughs> um, and the graduation is the time is like somewhere in July or June, June July, and it's <sighs> it's nine in the morning, which is stupid. Who the hell has time to wake up at nine in the morning? I can barely wake up at six in the morning to get my ass ready for school. What makes you think? Okay. I was thinking of having my diploma mailed to me because I don't want to walk this age, but it's but then it's like might as well, <laughs> you know, might as well, might as well walk the stage, might as well, you know. But I go back to school, um, cause I was on winter break for two weeks. I go back to school on Tuesday, not ready for the nonsense, um. Not ready for any other nonsense at school and students have to bring to me. Um, my sleeping pattern is horrible. I could sleep for like a whole day and then... No, I can go to sleep during the day and then wake up at 3 in the morning and go right back to sleep. I don't know if I'm like an insomniac or whatever, but... And I can get like 8 hours of sleep and I'd still be really tired. I don't know if it's like a... Uh, vitamin deficiency or something but yeah I, it's really just horrible for me you know just really just horrible um yeah school is like the main thing i talk about because like it consumes my life i'm there until 7 p.m so i might as well talk about it before it talks about me <laughs> you know uh, what else is interesting? Uh, that's basically all I had to say. If y'all liked it, then I guess follow me on Anchor. Um, I had my first ad, so that's cool. Uh, follow my social links, they'll be in my bio. Um, <laughs> what else do I say? Oh my god, I'm so shy. Uh, Oh yeah, like this podcast, whatever. Takes me it takes hella long to upload a podcast. That's something I'll say. And I'll see you guys in the next episode of Reevaluating My Life.
uh, episode three. I'll see you guys in episode three. But yeah, thanks for listening to Reevaluating My Life, Reevaluating My World, where we reevaluate my life, my thoughts, pop culture, entertainment, etc., etc. And I'll see you guys in the next podcast. Okay, bye. Hi guys, welcome back to another episode of Reevaluating my world where we reevaluate my thoughts, actions, and pop culture, entertainment, politics, society, and itself. Um, today's episode is really just a freestyle. To be honest, I'm having really fun with filming, not film, recording podcasts. It's really fun. Um, it's basically a lot of people are getting back into podcasts. It's really funny because freshman year of high school, I used to listen to this one podcast that was on apple music or apple podcast and it was super fun listening to them um like it's crazy it was super fun i need to get some artwork so it's just not it's not just um like some random ass shit like some random ass leaves or something as artwork but yeah um One of the reasons why I wanted to start a podcast was because, one, they're coming back. They're making a huge comeback. And, two, it's 2019 and I'm doing what I want because I need to stop, like, withholding what I really want to do. Because, I mean, why? Um, New year, not a new me. Uh, 2018 was okay, I guess. Nothing is sounding like happened pop culture wise well actually cardi b left offset but she's gonna take his ass back anyway so i was even impressed about that um what else happened in pop culture 2018 that's all i really could remember <laughs> all i can remember and there's hella trends, uh, for example, the mom jean trend, which took the internet by the ears and dragged it. Um, the only jeans I own are mom jeans, so I'm not even going to talk shit about that too much. But yeah, a lot of hella people are wearing mom jeans and dad jeans and all that um, jazz. Uh, windbreakers, the, that trend basically died out happily. Arthur glasses, uh, I was kind of tired of seeing Arthur glasses and everyone wearing them because it looked tacky, it looked like magnifying glasses on your face, but I'm glad you got rid of them. Um, the long lace green wig, SZA posted a picture on an Instagram of her with a long lace front green wig and you know, people were like, you know what, this is actually cute, let me wear it, da-da-da, and it became a trend just like that within seconds, that's so cool, because, like, one person can literally start a trend, and yeah, but I kind of got tired of it, because it was starting to look like old-ass Gatorade on a blonde wig, and I was tired of seeing it, but green is a cute color, so I'm not even gonna shit on you anyways. Um, the huge ass Reebok Balenciaga shoes. I actually wanted, I was actually considering getting Reebok shoes, but then I got some Pumas. Yeah. 
but I was actually considering considering getting some Reebok shoes or those huge ass white shoes that everyone is like raving over because they look cute. But honestly, I could get like Reeboks at the thrift store for a good ten, like two dollars actually. So I'm not even tripping over like fifty dollars shoes that I'm probably not even gonna wear all the time, and I'm probably gonna be worrying about it them being being dirty and getting scuffed. So I'm not even worried about shoes like that. But it became a trend. Everyone was wearing them all the time. Y'all wore them out so much to the fact where. Now they look dirty and scuffed and hella discolored. So, but that was interesting seeing that be a trend, um, which probably won't die. It's probably gonna die like what and what, like what in two months. I'll give it two months. I'll give it two months. Um, what else? What other trend? That's pretty much it. So, <laughs> um, when it comes to social media, I wouldn't consider myself a connoisseur, but I am on there a lot. I might not post a lot. That's a lie. I post a lot on my Insta um, Snap, and that's pretty much it. I'll leave it at that, and then, yeah. So I post on my Instagram story, and then... But I don't really post um, like a lot of pictures on Instagram. Like I'll post a picture, and then I'll archive it. And then, yeah, so, um, but yeah, y'all can follow my social links. I have them in my bio, so yeah, y'all go do that. Y'all go do that. Please, please do it. Um, recently did an ad, and that was cool. So, yeah, I look forward to doing lots of that. Um... Music. What I'm listening to, uh, my music taste is basically better than anyone. My music taste is better than everyone's, okay? Everyone's, all right? Why? Because I listen to everything except country music. I am not going to apologize. Country music sounds horrible. It sounds horrid. It sounds um, ferocious in my ears. I'm not listening to country music uh, because that's like, I tried to see the hype. Like, I listened to it in, like, what, the third grade? And then I stopped listening to it because I'm like, you know what? Let me see what the hype is. Turn it on. It sounded gross. I'm like, I'm trying to, I was giving it, I was trying to give it a chance, but now I'm just like, I'm, I'm going to be ruthless with this and be like, you know what? country music sounds disgusting and honestly i'm not gonna apologize if you have any other type of feelings about country music i'm not sorry but yeah my music taste is basically superior to everyone else's why because i listen to almost anything to be honest i can go from like reggae music to house music which i've really been digging house music for a hell of a minute like a long minute why? Because not only was house music created by black people, house music was like, it's like so dope. Like, wow. And I recently learned how to vogue. So honestly, that's something I'm not stopping. Feel me? I'm going to continue to listen to house music. Um, also, 
I've always listened to Afrobeats being because I'm African and also because um I feel like when it comes to Afrobeats like all the songs bang anyway so sounds sounds hella good but Afrobeat um artists I've been listening to are Malik Berry that's pretty much it and if I listen to any other Afrobeat artists it's because and I don't name them it's because I don't really listen I don't pay attention to names I just listen um when it comes to American rap music I haven't been listening to that mainly because uh, uh when it comes to American rap music it kind of sound it all sounds the same I'm not shitting on it but it's like I'm not the type of person that will turn on the radio. That's something you'll never catch me doing. Ox cord to the day till I die. To this day. To this day. Okay, but radio music is really just, it's painful to listen to. It's painful. And then the songs they play on the radio aren't even new songs. And if it's a new song, they'll play it like 15 times. A good 15 times. I'm not even joking, so. Um, yeah. So I don't listen to radio music, hence, I used to listen to underground SoundCloud um, rappers because at that time they weren't really discovered and people really didn't listen to them and people consider them whack. So I'm like, but it sounded so good and like people consider it whack. So I'm like, I know about something you don't know. Um, But now they're like, majority of them are very much mainstream. So I don't listen to them anymore. Um... Pop music, I only listen to 80s and 90s and 70s pop music. Today's pop music is very much, it reminds me of like, like 10 year olds on Snapchat. That's what today's pop music is for. It's not for me. Uh Rock music, the only rock music I'll ever listen to is 90s grunge. And that's pretty much it. And a little bit of 2000s um, rock music. I used to listen to Screamo, but honestly, I can't stand it. My ears hurt whenever I listen to that shit now. I'm not even going to trip. Um, shows I've been picking up. I've been watching Bob's Burgers. <sighs> oh, my God. Every time I watch, like, one of those TV um, cartoon shows, I feel like my IQ points, (laughs) I feel like my IQ points kind of, you know, disappear whenever I watch one of those TV cartoon shows, one, because the material, majority of the, like, The Simpsons, The Simpsons predicts a lot of shit, but honestly, other than that, it's pretty, I'm gonna chew, I'm gonna chew, um, yeah, I've been watching Bob's Burgers. I've been watching Roseanne. And, you know, that's... A lot of people don't watch that show anymore. But I watch it because it's relatable. I've been watching Good Times. Hella Good Times because that show is funny, relatable. And it's like, it was so realistic. It wasn't something you watch and you'd be like, I can't relate to that. It was like, it's such a realistic show. Um, I've been watching... What else have I been watching? Hmm. Everybody hates Chris because I honestly just love that show in general. In general, I just like that show, like, just just because I like it. So, yeah, 
Everybody Hates Chris. It's something I've literally been watching all the time. Um. Oh, no. Uh. Oh, back to trends. Something I've been seeing on Instagram and Twitter as well and Tumblr. But I don't use Tumblr anymore. I'll get into that later. Something I've been seeing... The, this trend I've been seeing is people being overly obsessed with zodiacs and astrology. Personally, I'm a Scorpio. But personally, it's annoying because I literally go on Twitter and then the only thing I really see, like the only thing that was really filling my rec- like um, my Twitter timeline was stupid ass zodiac posts and astrology posts. And I'm like, you know what? It's... It's something that was like, the only thing I'd scroll and scroll and scroll, and the only thing I'm seeing is Zodiac posts, and it got really annoying to the point where I had to block in my muted words list are the 12 Zodiac signs. That's never okay. That's never okay. Um, so yeah, there's like over obsession, overly, being overly obsessed with astrology, you know, which is interesting because... Not too long ago, you guys scrutinized people who would um, be into astrology and horoscopes and all that. But all of a sudden, everyone's just interested in it? Okay. That's interesting. I'll shut up. But yeah, I had to block anything Zodiac-related in my muted words box. I'll show you personally my muted word box for Twitter. Um, Yeah, that's something... Oh, and Tumblr. I don't use Tumblr because the whole nude band, the whole nude band, nudity band, um, which is interesting because um, they were saying they wanted to make the community a safer place, but banning nudity and nude content, you know, is stupid. One, because... <clears throat> There are so many other things they could have banned. Like, they could have banned offensive um, content. (laughs) You know, there's so many people on Tumblr talking about eradicating a whole race. Or, you know, bringing hate and just hate speech groups on Tumblr. And y'all not... The first thing y'all thinking about is, what, nudity? Instead of, like, getting rid of niggas that are talking about eradicating a whole race. I, you bugging... But, yeah, I stopped using Tumblr, and I never looked back because, one, it takes up hella space on my phone, and two, there's no point. It felt, when I used Tumblr, it felt like I was on an empty space. Like, I felt like there was no one else on the app because it kind of died out. Snapchat died out, Tumblr died out, and people were hella into that 2014 through 2016, and then through 2017 and then like 2018 came and everyone just got bored of all that shit so yeah um i don't use those apps i tried to get back into snapchat but the way it's set up i can't even like work it like everything's just so different now like, everything on Snapchat is just so different and I don't use it anymore because it's too much to handle. It's too much. It's too much. 
And then you got random ass people snapping me talking about some streaks. Nah, I'm just gonna delete the app and go delete the app. And I'ma leave. I'ma leave. But I'm a senior in high school. Um, I graduate in like six, seven months. Wow, that's crazy. Um, freshman year, I thought, like, I literally thought school would never end. I thought high school would be like a forever thing. Honestly, I'm not gonna miss anyone from school except my si my six friends. Um, they know who they are. All right, <laughs> they know who they are. But um, the only thing I'll miss about high school is like the uh, the routine of waking up, getting ready, and you know the process of getting ready, waking up, getting ready, and going to school. And that's pretty much it. <laughs> I'm not gonna miss anything else. Not I just the routine is something I'm gonna have to readjust to because because I heard that um, summer break for college students is hella long, and winter break for college students is also hella long. But that's pretty much it. Anything else? Nah, nah, nah. I'm not gonna miss anyone else except my six friends that I have at school. And that's pretty much it. Um. But yeah, y'all know who y'all are. <laughs> That's what it is. <laughs> um, and the graduation is the time is like somewhere in July or June, June July, and it's <sighs> it's nine in the morning, which is stupid. Who the hell has time to wake up at nine in the morning? I can barely wake up at six in the morning to get my ass ready for school. What makes you think? Okay. I was thinking of having my diploma mailed to me because I don't want to walk the stage when it's, but then it's like, might as well, <laughs> you know, might as well, might as well walk the stage, might as well, you know, but I go back to school, um, cause I was on winter break for two weeks. I'll go back to school on Tuesday, not ready for the nonsense, um, not ready for any other nonsense at school and students have to bring to me. Um, my sleeping pattern is horrible. I can sleep for like a whole day and then... No, I can go to sleep during the day and then wake up at 3 in the morning and go right back to sleep. I don't know if I'm like an insomniac or whatever, but... And I can get like 8 hours of sleep and I'd still be really tired. I don't know if it's like a... Uh, vitamin deficiency or something but yeah I, it's really just horrible for me you know just really just horrible um yeah school is like the main thing i talk about because like it consumes my life i'm there until 7 p.m so i might as well talk about it before it talks about me <laughs> yeah uh what else is interesting uh that's basically all i had to say if y'all liked it then i guess follow me on anchor um i had my first ad so that's cool uh follow my social links they'll be in my bio um <laughs> what else do i say oh my god i'm so shy uh Oh yeah, like this podcast, whatever. It takes me it takes hella long to upload a podcast. That's something I'll say. And I'll see you guys in the next episode of Reevaluating My Life.
uh, episode three. I'll see you guys in episode three. But yeah, thanks for listening to Reevaluating My Life, Reevaluating My World, where we reevaluate my life, my thoughts, pop culture, entertainment, etc., etc. And I'll see you guys in the next podcast. Okay, bye.